This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. A pleasure to be with you, presented as always by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, who reminds you to be a hero of hope this thanksgiving the advocates and hero of hope partnered together to provide uh thanksgiving and help at the holidays for those less fortunate than all of us you see it right there on the screen hit them up on venmo and i'm serious you guys a dollar five dollars a million dollars whatever you have between the couch cushions hook it up with the advocates on venmo advocates donations advocates donations on venmo is how you get there you're right here on the Monty Show. And and one thing that I always like to, to try to remind you guys of is how thankful we are that you are here. Thank you so much. Yes, we are going to talk about Michigan football being a lying, cheating, scoundrel-type program, uh, as we have every day for the last 17 straight years, uh, or it just feels like yeah, 17 straight years of Michigan football cheating scandal. Um, but major updates today for you. Again, I think there is no question that the Michigan football cheating scandal is the lead today. And that's because the Michigan House of uh, Representatives sent a letter to the Big Ten basically saying, hey, please, God, don't punish us. Um, and they sent this letter on the same day that Michigan was due to respond to the Big Ten um, about those cheating allegations. And according to... Adam Rittenberg from ESPN, in fact, Michigan has responded to the Big Ten uh, about these cheating allegations. We do not know yet what their response is officially, but I think we all have a pretty good idea that Michigan said, so what, everybody else is doing it. Because it seems like that's what the general and overall uh, reaction to this cheating scandal has been. And you look at this letter that was put in, uh, forward by the Michigan House of Representatives, and this letter basically says, um, you know, that there are laws that need to be followed and that, you know, a rush to judgment uh, is not the right thing to do. Uh, we write today to urge you to act prudently and refrain from taking any premature measures against one of our state universities, including their athletic program, football team, or coaching staff. And I, I guess the thing that I don't understand, and, and here's the question that I have for you today. Is it premature? Is there any evidence? Do you feel like we know enough or we have enough information at this point in this Michigan football cheating scandal to adequately make a decision that leads to a four-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh, which is what most people now uh, are reporting that Jim Harbaugh is going to get, that Tony Petiti is seriously considering suspending Jim Harbaugh for the final three regular season games against Penn State, Maryland, and Ohio State and the Big Ten championship game. Do we have enough information to do that, Jake? I think there is no question I believe there is enough information. Yeah, I think there's plenty of evidence here. I think there's plenty of information, evidence, you know, uh, foundation to stand on uh, to to warrant the suspension. And, and the problem I have with this letter from the House of Representatives is that 
We're not sitting here talking about people dying. We're not sitting here talking about, you know, some world altering event that happened that needs to get your congressional folks involved in the state of Michigan. We're talking about a football team in your state cheating. And the reality of the situation is everybody and their mom in the state of Michigan who loves Jim Harbaugh and that school want to deflect and they want to tell you, well, they did it and he did it and she did it and you did it. But the reality of the situation is, is there's no evidence they any other school legally did anything, yet there's a ton of evidence that Michigan illegally did everything. And that's the problem here. So the House of Representatives in Michigan can write letters and talk about how citizens are entitled to due process, which, by the way, Michigan got here. They did a full investigation. Uh, it was unbiased. The own school did it. They had an independent firm do it. Like, everybody did it. And we found what we found, which is that you illegally uh, stole signs to gain a competitive advantage over the competition in your conference. So... That's why I say let's stop the let's stop deflecting, let's stop distracting, let's stop, you know, sitting here trying to say that, you know, oh, well everyone ran the red light, so why are we only punishing Michigan? I love guys like Dan Wetzel out here today trying to deflect and say that, you know, everyone's doing it and Purdue and Rutgers, they're all doing it, so why are we only paying attention to Michigan? I love that you have other reporters talking about how, you know, it's rich that ESPN is criticizing Michigan, yet they steal all their information. Like, dude, well, get the hell out of here, What I man. thought was so interesting about Dan Wetzel, in uh, his opinion, Dan Wetzel at Yahoo Sports, I believe, um, said that what, because um, you heard the story yesterday here on the showroom, that Ohio State and um, Rutgers had gotten together to provide Purdue with the offensive and defensive signals for Michigan, they gave it to Purdue just ahead of the Big Ten championship game last year, which Michigan ran over Purdue. And Dan Wetzel, with no evidence that that anybody in this situation had cheated to obtain those signals, because again, I just will go out of my way to let you know that stealing signs and signals is not illegal in and of itself. It is the act of going to another venue um, and scouting future opponents and videotaping their sidelines for the purpose of stealing their signals. That is illegal. And I don't understand why somebody of Dan Wetzel's caliber as a, as a, a, a veteran reporter on college football is trying to draw the line that what Michigan did is the exact same thing as what Ohio State and Rutgers did because they're two totally different things. Because again, Dan... And everybody else, I would remind you that stealing signals and, and decoding signs is not illegal. And sharing that information, nowhere in the NCAA or Big Ten rulebook does it say that that's illegal. It does, however, say that when you send staff uh, or emissaries, somebody yesterday uh, on Sirius on the way home called the people who went to the, the games for Connor Stallions, uh, were emissaries of Michigan football. Sign stealer guy. Yeah, when sign stealer guy sends emissaries to <laughs> other people's football stadiums uh, for the purpose of videotaping their sidelines to steal their signs, that's illegal. That's not allowed. And it's shocking to me that we have a legislative body in, in the state of Michigan writing letters trying to deflect and, 
And we have, you know, all these people are like, well, I read message boards. Who cares what message boards say, you guys? Like, it just doesn't matter. Why in this country can we not singularly, singularly look at the evidence against something or somebody and make a decision to their guilt or innocence? When that is the prescribed due process in the Big Ten, Tony Petiti doesn't answer to the legislative bodies in the state of Michigan. In no way, shape, or form does he do that. He has full autonomy, according to the Big Ten bylaws, to punish Michigan. He can punish them two games on his own. He can punish them a 1,000 games as long as it's approved by the President's Council of the Big Ten. He is in no way, shape, or form rushing to judgment. He is in no way, shape, or form breaking rules or laws. So why is the government involved in this? This is the part where you completely lose me when we have when we have officials who can't feed the people in their state and can't provide health insurance and basic necessities worrying about Jim Harbaugh and trying to save his ass from a cheating scandal. That's when you completely lose me. And I've never understood why we can't take the evidence against an actor and say, here's what we see, here's what we're going to do. And it's not a crime. It doesn't make Tony Petiti some kind of asshole. It doesn't make Tony Petiti a bad actor. It makes Tony Petiti a good administrator because his constituents, all but one, and that'd be Michigan, are in favor of punishing Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. So I don't see that Tony Petiti acting today is, is at all controversial. I don't see anything that... The Big Ten and its investigation and its information gathering that it has done is controversial in any way, shape, or form. It's not the business of the House of Representatives of your state to comment on this. I mean, like, to your point, they have bigger fish to fry here. I, I just don't understand why we want to just, you know, look over here, look over there, look there, look like, no, let's look right here at the issue itself. Yes. Let's stop looking at all this other stuff because all the other stuff doesn't matter to this case, no matter how many veteran reporters want to tell you it, it, it does. And that's why I was so fed up with folks like Dan Wetzel and, you know, Brett McMurphy and all these people talking to me about how, yeah, you know, it's the same thing. Like, why, like, why are we victimizing Michigan? No, it's not the same thing. Evidence is evidence for a reason. That's why we have due process. That's why you're supposed to collect evidence, investigate, collect evidence, and then make a judgment. It's and, not hard. And by the way, tell me again that we need a legislative body writing letters to Tony Petiti. We really need, listen, if you're worried about your state school in Michigan, I would suggest you focus on East Lansing. I wouldn't even be worried about Ann Arbor right now. I'd be more worried about what they're doing in East Lansing because that's a disgrace over there. Jim Harbaugh is just a cheating a-hole in Ann Arbor, and that's not a secret. And that's the other thing to this whole situation. Again, nobody died. Nobody was violated. Nobody was assaulted. We're talking about cheating to gain an yes. advantage here. Let's keep it in perspective. So when we talk about, oh, my God, Tony Petiti is going to lay down the hammer of – a four-game suspension. Let's move on with our life. It's Give a, a four-game suspension move for it along. something. Like, come on, dude. We, it, it's something we all believe 
happened. The evidence said you did it. I mean, it, it is it is remarkable to me that we're so hell-bent on winning games that these are the lengths we go to. And again, I just say, if you're message board guy, if you are, you know, if you're, well, my friend's brother's cousin who's a plumber, but, you know, he went to Michigan in the 40s, please save it. Nobody cares what message board guy says. All I care about is Tony Petiti and the evidence that he reviewed. All I care about is what the coaches, the athletic directors, and the presidents say they want. Because those are me, the people that matter. Dude, don't tell me the House of Representatives acted on their own on this. That they just felt so compelled to write a letter. It's wild Somebody to me. from Michigan, I'm not saying it was Jim himself, somebody went to them and said, please write a letter. Have all your people sign it. Publicize the letter. Publicize the signatures. That's what we're doing now, apparently, in the state of Michigan. I, I mean, you're looking at this letter. And I, 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 am, I am completely amazed where it says, it is essential that the Big Ten Conference not take any disciplinary action against the University of Michigan until the final results of its own or more appropriately the NCAA investigation are officially announced. Oh, really? Because there's nowhere in the rules, and you're a member of the Big Ten. I would remind you, you're a member of the Big Ten, Michigan. There's no rule that says the Big Ten has to wait for the NCAA. And the only reason that the Michigan you know, legislature is writing this letter is because they want Michigan to compete for a national championship, which... I, I don't know what's worse. Is the actual cheating worse or the fact that you know they cheated and you're just trying to delay so that they can compete for a championship? Schemers trying to control their little world. Like, wait, it, you're, you're the legislature of the state of Michigan and this is your response? This is what you're spending time on. It's remarkable, Excellent. bros. It is absolutely remarkable. What else is remarkable is that you have not yet gotten uh, to buckedup.com and use the promo code Monty to save 20% off. Got on the scale this morning, boys. Put on, remember I, I was all upset a couple of months ago. I got a beautiful new golf shirt. It did not fit. It was too small and I was all broken up about it. Got on the scale this morning, lost two more pounds, went upstairs, took my shower after the driving range, put on that golf shirt. And what do you know? We are this close to being able to say, yeah, I'd wear that in public. Right? <laughs> now I remind you, that fat ass ain't wearing that in public yet, but we're awfully close. And I give all the credit to buckedup.com because whether it is their whey protein isolate, it is their six point creatine, their collagen peptides. It does not matter. Everything that I use in the form of a supplement from buckedup.com has made such a big difference in my life. You know, it's been awesome the last month being back in the gym. Mrs. Monte and I are going to the gym three, four days a week lifting and just feeling that strength coming back and understanding that if you'll just put the effort in, your body's going to react. And if you give it the help it needs, things like amino acids, things like, you know, trying to rehydrate and, and trying to use products like IV from Bucked Up, which is one of the absolute best hydration products on the market. You can get it and you can get it for 20% off right now at buckedup.com. And as I tell you every single day, uh, we got to hit that buckshot, my friends. Here it is, the single best energy shot that you are going to take. And I want to give you six for free. 
Go get a variety pack of this product right here. Buckshot from Bucked Up, 200 milligrams. Hear me clearly. Naturally sourced caffeine. It's not manufactured. It's not a bunch of other ingredients that act like naturally sourced caffeine. At Bucked Up, they use elite ingredients to make elite products that do exactly what they say they're going to do. So go get a variety pack of these six free Buckshots sent right to your front door right now in the description below. There's a link for you to order them for free from buckedup.com. This is watermelon. I love it. My favorite flavor is blue Raz, but hey, try them all because I guarantee you, I like all of them, but you have favorites. It's like, you know, it's like your brothers and sisters or your, your kids. You like your son more than your daughter. That's obvious, right? That's why you like watermelon more than... That was probably too much. Probably too much, I should much, probably dude. just drink this. Yeah, probably probably a little too much. No, nah, it's probably a lot too much. But anyway, my point is, go get free uh, Buckshot from Bucked Up right now in the description below. And go get their supplements. If you're a pre-workout guy, you know they're world-renowned, award-winning supplements. Their, their pre-workouts are the best in the business. Um, great ingredients. I love that anything that is stimulating with stimulants in it from bucked up, there's no huge crash. There's no huge spike. When you use pre-workout at bucked up, you feel warm. You feel energized. You feel looser. You get ready. You have a better workout. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. Look at you guys banging the comment section already. The only Tennessee, uh, C. the only Ten uh you it's ten to Tennessee, but it's the ten could you you see who the fuck is that guy? Uh a ten apparently. Uh am I the only one who suspects Connor's vacuum business to be a slush fund type front for the sign stealing expenses among illicit affairs? Whoa. Vacuums are my thing. Whoa, have you guys heard this? This thing and the only 10 I see or you see, hey, baby, uh, the only 10 you see is referring to Connor Stallions having a vacuum problem. Now, we told you yesterday that the HOA in Connor Stallions neighborhood <laughs> hates Connor Stallions. We're talking about legislature and HOAs. I just like to point that out. Well, when your porch looks like this, this is, and I kid you not. This is Connor Stallion's house. I showed it to you yesterday. There it is. All the vacuums because Connor Stallions and Blake Corm <clears throat> have an LLC. <laughs> We're going to get there. <laughs> Stay with me. Uh, they have an LLC where they collect and sell vacuums. His entire front porch, Connor Stallions, it's a $485,000 house in Ann Arbor is full of vacuums and he resells them online through an LLC. The neighbors hate it because, well, you can see that his front yard is not uh, attractive. Right. He, Connor Stallion strikes me as that bro that, yeah, this is not the guy I want living across the street. Right. So that's his front yard. You're like, okay. If that's all it was. Okay, cool. You know, what's the big deal? Oh, here's the big deal. Hey there, Blake Corum 24. Now, you guys need to read this part right here. You see the red circle? I'm walking. I'm a walking business. I should be an LLC. BC2 LLC. Um, hmm. 
Why is that such? I, I don't. I don't understand. Oh, that's right, because that's the name of the LLC with uh, Connor Stallions and Blake Coral. Oh. The name of the LLC is BC Two LLC. Now, this is Blake Coram's official verified Instagram account. Okay. Now, okay. Hey, congratulations. You're 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 a business owner. Right. Oh, wait, but uh today when he was asked by the media, uh Blake Coram denied it. Hard stop. That's it. He said, No, I'm not involved. A contract sort of surfaced on social media tonight mm-hmm. that's linking you with Connor is what what yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. My first time hearing it uh, was when I went out to practice. And uh, first of all, I have no businesses with him. I don't have any business with Connor, anything like that. Uh, But I'm glad whoever found it, whoever uh, was searching the web was able to find that. I appreciate you. Uh, My attorneys are on it. You know, definitely get that figured out right away and uh, get my name taken off or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But right before I went to practice, uh, I saw that on Twitter. But uh, no parts of that whatsoever. My attorney's on it. And like I said, whoever found it, I appreciate you because now I need to take care of it. Just like you're saying you didn't invest with Connor at all. Heck no, man. Heck no. <laughs> so he forged or, I mean. Uh, I, I don't I don't know what he did. You know what I'm saying? I guess he would have to or I don't, I don't even know how that works. Um, but it will be taken care of, you know. Uh, talked with my attorney actually right before I came out here. So they're on it. Did you know he had a vacuum cleaning? I don't even know what business. Nah, did. you know that's that's something I'm not really into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, vacuums aren't my thing. You know, uh, you know, I'm a clean person, but I'm not a cleaner. You know, but uh, you know, vacuum vacuums aren't my thing. So uh, I don't I don't know anything about that. Like I said, I saw that right before I went out to practice. Uh, maybe other people trying to use it as a distraction, but it's not a distraction for me because I appreciate them finding it. You know what I'm saying? So I can take care of it. So uh, you know, that's that. you can't make this and i feel like i say this every single day when we are talking about the michigan cheating football Uh, cheating scandal you can't make this up blake what do you mean you don't know the name of the llc is on your instagram you said i'm a walking business i should be an llc hashtag bc2 llc Bro, your name is on the LLC at the address of the house that is quite literally, you guys, a porch full of fucking vacuums. Vacuums are my thing. And you said vacuums aren't your thing, sir. It's it's a porch. It's a porch. There's there's you guys, there's vacuums on the porch. Are you are you kidding me right now? You cannot make this up. You cannot make this. Even if you wanted to, you cannot make this By up. By the way, nice media training, oh Mr. My Corum. Oh, I spoke uh, to yeah. my attorney. Yeah, I uh, spoke to my attorney. Uh, yeah, he's getting you it know. taken care of. And I just want to thank whoever found this. Uh, I appreciate you. We'll get this taken care of right now. Yeah, I, I have a hard time believing that Connor Stallions is like, yeah, uh, hmm, who at Michigan can I forge? Well, Blake Corum's got a pretty easy signature to forge. And I've got these Ray-Ban recording glasses. The ink isn't dry yet. You know, I'm on it, dude. Like, <laughs> what? You're, you're tight. And Blake. 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 Want to go to war, Balaki? Dude. You're, dude. The name of the LLC is on your Instagram. 
Andrew, hey and you have a Camaro and you're looking fly and you're say you're a walking business. I should be an LLC with the name of the LLC. Mm. Is mm. there anybody here that believes Blake? Pause, bro. Pause. Yeah. Is there anybody who believes I Blake? Don't. I don't dude, dude, dude is doing the lie liar sway as I call it. Anytime <laughs> someone stands in front of you and they're like, yeah, um, yeah, I just talked to my attorney. Um, they're, we're getting it handled. We're good. Um, you know, I, I don't have any affiliation or knowledge. Uh, I did not have sexual interactions with that woman. I did um, not inhale. You know, um, Connor you know, Stallions, I did not inhale your LLC. Uh, my what are name we doing? is Jim McElwain and. Uh, sign stealer guy uh, of going around about sign stealer guy, sign stealer guy. You know, you can't make any of this up, you guys. Do you see how ridiculous it is? Uh, hello to somebody, help me. Uh, this dude who is now a member of the show. <laughs> I got no chance, no name. Sudhir Tagula Polly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sudhir, love you, man. Thank you. Uh, Brandon Butler, how about you take care of the water in Flint? Seriously. No cheating is a priority. Sign Michigan House of Representatives. By the way, are the coaches in Michigan getting their water from Flint? We should check that. Water ice. Water. Water ice. Like it's it, it why and if you're just tuning in, the Michigan how uh representative, House of Representatives. Yes. The legislature in Michigan yes. wrote a letter today to the Big Ten demanding due process and mm. that the Big Ten not rush to judgment and wait for the NCAA mm. when most of your terms will be up, although we don't have term limits. Please. My point is, come on, guys. Come on. Are, are you are you serious be better, with that? Dude. Yeah, be better than that. Uh, how about our guy Aaron Wilson gifted a membership to the Monday Show? Let's go, Aaron. Let's go, Aaron. Good to see you. Uh, let's get your comments in here. Kyle Wilson that Michigan education working wonder. Seriously, Dude, though, real, Kyle. For real. Like, I, I I, mean, A, you and I both know that when Jim Harbaugh goes to the disgraceful Chicago Bears, your Jonathan Smith is going to replace him at Michigan. Right. I probably shouldn't have tweaked the beaver. My point is. Sorry, did you say tweak the beaver? Yeah, beaver, like go beeves. Uh, yeah, same thing. My point is, it's amazing to me that Blake Corum thinks, or excuse me, Balake Corum thinks people are going to believe that. <laughs> Nobody believes you. Because it's illegal. Nobody believes you. Trust me. Uh, Jack Harrington, from someone who lives in Michigan, the state is an effing mess. They tried to kidnap the, the governor. Dude. Right? This state's crazy. Jay says that letter is beyond laughable. It, I Truly, truly, on the day after election day, you wrote a letter telling the Big Ten they're breaking rules that they have followed by the letter of the rule? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. It's so bad. Uh, Jack says Wisconsin needs to take back the Upper Peninsula. Yeah, you burst. Yeah, you burst. Yeah. Uh, Mark Smith. Mike Smith. Hello? Hello. Anyway, Mountain Mama says, uh, Geraldo found the missing sign-stealing videos in Capone's vault. Oh, my God. Take me back to the childhood days. I remember that. Arizona Buckeye. What's up? Good to see you in Arizona. Where was Ohio State's legislature or admin when Trestle, a good man unlike Urban, was taken down over silly things? Well, legislature, stay out of it. Yeah. Like, do we really need a letter from the Michigan no, legislature? Uh, dude, stay get the out, hell out of, of here, bro. Unbelievable. Jeff Woodworth, 
please what for the toothless wait for the toothless NCAA to make their decision like seven years down the road signed Arizona basketball <laughs> right <clears throat> and he says let's see computer crimes cheating pedophilia recruiting violations and now player tax evasion Michigan just keeps getting worse you can't make it up why if you are Blake Corum why and we're going to apply this rule to Matt Eberflus, the embarrassing head coach of the Chicago Bears, coming up in 20 minutes um, on Football at 50. Why, Blake Corum, can you not just say, I don't have anything to add about that? I don't know. I Yeah, um, I, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, it's Connor Stallions. That's not something I'm going to talk about. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about that. Nope, no comment. Yeah, yeah. We're really focused on Philadelphia right now. You guys want to talk about Penn State? Oh, you don't. Okay, well, I got I, I to block A out. Balake out, right? <laughs> How difficult is it? I feel like on this show again, like uh, we have these recurring themes, right? <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Hey, hey, Matt Eberflus, um, why, why is he doubtful when he should be out? Well, I'm stupid, so I'm going to make something up right here and get caught in a lie. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. All you had to do was be the hoodie. Just put on the hoodie and say, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, we're focused on the Jets today. Yeah, we're focused on everybody who's going to kick our ass this weekend because we're, we're starting a rookie quarterback again. <laughs> we're the Bears. It's what we do, right? We lay down. <laughs> but no, Balake, you want to talk about vacuums and make fun of vacuums when your name's on the LLC. And that, that LLC, and you hashtag that LLC on your Instagram. Dude, you're what not are you smart. What doing, bro? You know. Uh, Katie Rader says, after Urbody, seriously, seriously. Uh, Jack Harrington, Jim Harbaugh is Richard Nixon. I am not a cheater. Well, only are. You admitted that you don't recruit above board. Uh, Kevin the Destroyer, old school Mike. Mike, exactly. Uh, LFG, I'm for real. Audio drop, please. I'm for real. Mm -hmm. it's one of I'm the for best. real. It's one of the best. Drops. I'm for real. Mark says deny, deflect, delay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cheer Wino says nice beaver. Nice beaver. Exactly. Uh, OG Gary says LSU education. Hey. My guy OG Gary is tired of us talking about Michigan. Yeah, we're not making any changes. We're talking about Michigan every day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Us? No. No. What? Raider Mark, man, the Michigan players in 2027 are going to pay the price for Balake. Yes, Dude, they are. My bad. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> and Blake Corm ain't got that NFL love, money coming. Dude, I love Aiden Hutchinson two weeks ago. No, we would have never done anything Michigan? like that. What? what? Jim is a stand-up individual. All lies. All lies. They just Unbelievable. don't. They just don't want us to win. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure. Uh, Michael Parks, the team, the team, the team. Yeah, we. Uh, conundrum. I just want my effing vacuum back. <laughs> <laughs> you got he he he. His porch is full of vacuums. This is. I don't think people believe me. This is Connor Stallion's house. In Sign Steeler guy. Yeah, Sign Steeler lives here. The Ray Bans are inside of those windows. What, uh, can I just ask, what did you think was going to happen when you put all these vacuums on your porch? I have no idea. Like, did you think nobody was going to say anything about this? And, and by the way, when you're pulling up with your V8 Tundra pickup truck here, <laughs> is that really what you want to come home to? But the worst part is, 
The worst part is everybody has this house in their neighborhood yeah. where they don't take care of the lawn. The grass is like 10 feet high. Look at the, if you guys look in front of the porch there, look at that. He's got like, he's got all kinds of like junk and stuff and he's got a dolly. It looks like a mattress laying on front of because the porch. Garbage. Like, how much trash, Connor, do you have in your front yard? What are those? All the old signs you stole? Oh, that's like, right. You're never home to clean it up because you're busy stealing signs. Oh. My bad. My One bad. other thing about Vacuum Guy, real quick. Did you guys see that that Vacuum Guy's mom, Connor Stallion's mom, was defending him uh, against Dan Dockich, the podcaster now, and going after other media personalities talking about how nobody understands the situation. Mm, that's what it is. That's what you should be doing on social media, Mrs. Vacuum Guy person. And you know, your your son got caught and then he resigned. And, and said, then he picked up a lawyer. You know, and basically admitted to the things that he did. He I was personally would of. like an apology. Right? Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? When your mom is on social media defending you, it's not good. I didn't sleep for the past two nights because of this. I was that upset. The play the playground bully is getting bullied here. And th that's the part that I think so many people are surprised. Michigan's not used to be treating being treated like this. No. Michigan is used to being royalty. And I just again go back and point out, Jim Harbaugh, uh, did you have no idea that your analyst slash because remember Connor Stallions told people he was a coach at Michigan. Right? He was telling people Hey, I'm a coach at Michigan and you know, I'm the, I'm the guy because mm -hmm. this is the lawsuit. Remember this lawsuit, the HOA filed, uh, look at the, the third paragraph. I suspect that whoever has chosen to sue me either doesn't like the fact that I'm a veteran is a Michigan state fan and knows I'm a Michigan, uh, football coach. So Connor Stallions says he's a Michigan football coach. He's not just some analyst. He's a Michigan football coach. Jim, are you telling me you're fine with your football coaches and your players forming LLCs together? It's a wee fence. Because that doesn't seem that doesn't seem to be ethical. That doesn't seem to be smart. No. I would gather most head coaches would not want their assistants forming LLCs with their players. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like Blake Quorum can sit over here and and do the I'm lying in front of you dance all he wants, but we damn well know what they were doing here. You know that you were in business with them. It's all over the paperwork. Don't try to tell us you weren't. Why, though? Because one of the things you pointed out yesterday, and I kind of chewed on this, um, and I haven't quite come up with a solution, and nobody I know has a solution. How is Connor Stallions paying for a $485,000 house? Yeah. He was making $55,000. Officially. And if he bought the house two years ago, the minimum APR at that point in mortgage was six and a half percent. So. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. That's a $3,000 mortgage payment. Minimum, and that's if he got a VA loan and has excellent credit, which I don't know. But most people in that situation would be at about $3,000. $3,000 on a $55,000 salary. That's a hell of a side hustle. Vacuums are expensive, <laughs> I guess. Right? But I'm being serious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I I I believe that this is a classic paying you under the table situation.
So a, you do believe that? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I I think that there's no way this cat was rolling around on a $55,000. You don't afford that truck on a $55,000 salary. No, I would think Let not. alone the house. I would think not. Um, the only way he could afford that is if he went to TridayTrading.com slash Monty and signed up for the $10 30-day free trial. That, to me, it, you know, because it's a, it, it, Connor, it's a $10 charitable donation. Um, TridayTrading.com, coast to coast. All over North America, Mexico, Canada, United States, absolutely, you're all eligible for TridayTrading.com. You give $10 to charity, and in exchange, Triday Trading is going to give you a 30-day trial membership, and you get the whole nine yards. I told you, Mrs. Monty is going through a 30-day trial right now, and it's fascinating. It is a rush to go through that program and see the money that is being made. And it's at a point where you're like, okay, we really got to dig into this because it's real money. We're talking about tens of thousands of dollars. And they, it, the people who use Triday Trading's platform and work full time, they work at home, they work from themselves, they keep all the money. They're making $240,000 on average. And if you do it as a side hustle, you're making three to $500 a day while you're already working. You're at work. You program your, your proprietary software that you got from Triday Trading. You set up all your, your trades, and then you walk away from it, and you go do your job. You come home and count your money. That's exactly how it works. You can trade in the morning. You can trade at night. They have a system that works for you. Whether you want to do it full-time and you're tired of being Connor Stallions and selling vacuums off your porch, don't do that. And maybe you can paint your house and re-roof it because his roof is leaking like hell, you can see. <laughs> Well, you went to TridayTrading.com and now you can afford that. That's what people are doing. That's why you don't go back to the office. That's why you can stop hating your boss. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Go get your 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is make a $10 charitable donation at TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Uh, let's get a couple more comments in here. 10 minutes away. We got to get into uh, this Chicago Bears-Justin Field situation, you guys. It is absolutely gnarly what is going on in Chicago. We'll talk about that on Football at 50. Ryan Willie, what's up, Ryan? $5 Sam, sick of Michigan thinking that everyone has to bow down to them. In my opinion, uh, BC, Blake Corum, Balake, uh, is full of crap. That's why everyone outside of Michigan hates him. Well, I don't know that everybody outside of Michigan hates Blake Corum, but it, you, you have to admit, this thing with Blake Corum comes off I mean, it's is disingenuous a word. It I, like, reeks of scheming. It does. And I a hundred percent. You're usually you usually say stupid things all the time. Not a good question. And that is your job on the show. Right, I agree. Right. Like that's you're what, not, that's that's what I do. As you a know? slow adult, as a slow adult, I think you do a right. great job on the show. Right. But you, it makes a lot of sense to me. You're not even going to defend yourself. Okay. Sorry, folks. That's what it is. It makes a lot of sense to me that this this out of Blake Corum, the Michigan running back, and I want to play just this first 20 seconds of it, it's completely rehearsed. A contract sort of surfaced on social media tonight mm -hmm. that's linking you with Connor is what? what? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. My first time hearing it was when I went out to practice. And... Uh, First of all, I have no businesses with him. I don't have any business with Connor, anything like that. Uh, but I'm glad whoever found it, whoever uh, was searching the web, was able to find that. I appreciate you. Uh, my attorneys are on it. You know, we'll definitely get that figured out right away and uh, get my name taken off or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But right before I went to practice, uh, Twitter, I saw that on Twitter. But uh, 
bro. And I just, you guys, again, one, you should have just said, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that because it's on his Instagram, you guys. And this is the part that I can't get away from. The the LLC that, that, you know, he is alleging that somebody forged his name to, look at the hashtag there in the red circle. Hashtag BC2LLC. That's the name of the vacuum company. And you're trying to deny that? I, I, it's wild to me that you think that this will just go away. Because it's, it, it, bro, it's not just going to go away. And you can wish it away and you can hope it away. It's not going away. Let, let's stop being, let's come on. Let's get real about it. It's toxic to have any connection to this guy, and you do. You should have just said, I'm not I'm not going to talk about that. Why are athletes, coaches, managers, hey, I'm not going to talk about that. If Bel Belichick can do it, and if yeah, Nick, I'm not talking about that. If Nick Saban does it, why can't why can't why can't athletes just get it through their head that saying nothing is saying everything? I'm not here to talk about that. We have a huge game with Penn State. I don't want my situation to be a distraction. I'm not going to answer questions about that. Yeah, we're really focused on Philadelphia right now. I'm focused on Penn State. Do you have any questions about the game? That's it. That's all you have to You don't have to be an asshole about it. You don't have to be combative about it. Hey, I'm not here to talk about that, man. I'm here to talk about Penn State. On to Cincinnati. That's it. But he won't do it. Uh, smart axe dude. Is that like pits to chest? He asked. <laughs> uh, not sure we can trust the integrity of the NCAA. They allow dudes to swim against women in competition. Well, thanks for that. Uh, Deontay Carter for $10. I'm a Buckeye fan slash Marine veteran and big 10 commissioner has autonomy to review evidence. What is wrong is wrong. Uh, Michigan legislation should give it up. I want to appreciate your service. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. you. Um, that's my that's been my point all along when Michigan fans are like, you have to wait for the NCAA. Oh, really? Where's that in writing? In the do you have, can you show me that in the Big Ten bylaws? Because everybody, I believe Adam Rittenberg published the the portion of the bylaws where it talks about the fact that Tony Petiti, as commissioner of the Big Ten, has full autonomy to act. And do you not give a damn about the reputation of the conference you play in? No. I mean, they like, don't care. Like that's the wild thing to me. Like, I understand that that you you know the reputation of your school is on the line and you're going to die on the hill like I get it but but ultimately like you know 2 weeks ago I understood why Michigan fan was willing to lie to themselves constantly I would agree now I don't understand why you're willing to lie to yourself it's very clear that we have no concept of just how deep Connor Stallion's effect on this program actually went when you have LLCs with players now that opens up a whole realm, a Pandora's box of what's possible. So don't tell me that you legitimately believe that Michigan did nothing wrong here and they should not be punished. Don't 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 tell me that. It just why don't we just get it over with? Because once again, I'm going to make this point. It's four games we're talking about. We're not out here talking about you know the death penalty or. Uh, um, you know, some severe kneecapping type punishment. They're not even talking about making you ineligible for the playoff yet. Well, we're not even at that stage yet. The college football playoff has said it's not their business to determine if you're eligible or not. So take the punishment and move along. Yep. And we actually have breaking news on this story right now from Ross Dellinger. There's a shocker. 
Uh, Ross, on top of it, again, Yahoo Sports has attained a copy of Michigan's response. In a letter, Michigan claims that any action from the league is a breach of the Big Ten handbook, and any discipline against Jim Harbaugh would exceed the commissioner's authority under the sportsmanship policy, um, which has been, this has been roundly panned, um, which is very interesting. Uh, Dan Wetzel reporting the University of Michigan's 10-page response to the Big Ten cites numerous reasons objecting to any discipline being handed down on the program or Coach Harbaugh. Uh, it includes documents and pictures of Michigan's offensive and defensive signs that were allegedly stolen and shared by one uh, by other Big Ten teams. And again, here's the question that I have. What does it have to do with Michigan stealing signs by sending emissaries, representatives, paid uh, paid people uh, from Connor Stallion's public Venmo account using tickets that Connor Stallion's paid for publicly in his own name two games. We have on the record one of the people who went and filmed the sidelines talking about it, describing how he was paid, describing his interactions with Connor Stallions. It's not in question in most people's minds what happened here. What does that have to do with Ohio State and Rutgers providing Purdue with Michigan signs? That's not illegal. And I, I continue to ask this. I, I asked Dan Wetzel to come on the show today. He did not respond. Um, and it's just, it's it's remarkable to me. And the, the other part of this that is so crazy is now Michigan says that Tony Petiti lacks any authority to discipline people in the Big Ten. Right. And the, the thing that, that I am, the thing that I'm amazed by is I, I just, how is, like you look at the PDF and you, you understand that this PDF talks about responsibility and accountability. An institution is responsible for and therefore may be held accountable for the, the actions of its employees, coaches, student athletes, band, et cetera. Like the first paragraph, 10.1 of the sportsmanship clause, if you will. Right. Policy. In the, in the Big Ten spells out to the letter that there will be discipline. And you're you're in your response. You, I mean, you can read it right there. In in your response, you're saying that you don't have, that you don't somehow have. It's it's wild to me. And then when you you look at ten point two, it very clearly states that the commissioner has the authority, and, and I'm happy to show it to you. I cannot believe. That this is Michigan's answer. That Tony Petiti, and again, remember, this is from Yahoo Sports, and I want to set this up correctly. That in a letter, Michigan claims any action from the league is a breach of the Big Ten handbook, and discipline against Jim Harbaugh would exceed the commissioner's authority under the sportsmanship policy. Well, whoop-de-doo, guess what we happen to have right here for you? This is from the Big Ten handbook. This is the commissioner's authority shall have the exclusive authority to determine 
whether an offensive action as contemplated in the agreement above that you just read has been committed by anyone referenced in the agreement above. In making this determination, the commissioner may consider any evidence that he or she deems relevant. The commissioner may accept any information provided by any source, but accept as outlined in 10.3 and has no formal obligation to do so, 10.22, in the event the commissioner determines an offensive action has occurred, the commissioner shall have the authority to impose any disciplinary action in response to the offensive action subjected to provisions 10.3331 below. Boom, out of here. I'm sorry. And I know, listen, I'm just some asshole on, 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 you know, I'm just some asshole on YouTube. Thank you. Yeah. Right. But like you look at all of these, these things and I'll even put this. So you guys, so you guys can see it. I will even tweet this out. It's remarkable to me that people believe that he does not have the, the authority to act. How in, in whose world is, is Michigan, the university of Michigan living because I don't understand. Yeah. And Ross Sellinger also in his thread here, where he's tweeting about this response, you know, says Michigan's letter sets the stage for legal action against the big 10 claiming that commissioner Petiti is not following proper due process spelled out in the league's handbook. And instead, and is instead quote, bootstrapping unproven rules violations through the sportsmanship policy. So not only, not only, just so we're clear, not only is Michigan saying that Petiti does not have this authority, which we've clearly just shown you he does, but so they're saying he doesn't have the authority. They're also saying that the the rules violations are unproven, that somehow there's not evidence to show that that Michigan did this. And what's so incredible to me is it's as if Michigan is pretending that they're not aware of the idea that that whether Jim knew or didn't know, it doesn't matter. Which is remarkable in and of itself, because again, if you are, if you don't know this, and I'm not trying to mansplain this to you, if you do not know this, according to the letter of the NCAA rule, it does not matter if the football coach knows or doesn't know. Why did Northwestern fire Pat Fitzgerald? Because he said, oh, I had no idea what was going on. So what did Northwestern say? Hmm, we can't have you as our head coach because it's your responsibility to know. The letter of the NCAA rule says it does not matter if the football coach is aware of his staff's action. Anybody under the purview of the head football coach is the responsibility of the head football coach. It doesn't matter. So the idea here that Michigan's letter sets the stage for legal action, knock yourself out, kid. Because it's right here in the in the Big Ten handbook, and I just tweeted it. Find me on Twitter, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. Here it is, 10.2.2. The commissioner shall have the authority to impose any disciplinary action in response to the offensive action. This is not in question anymore. And I understand that Michigan was going to respond like this. I understand why they responded like this. I might probably have responded like this as well, but you're up in the night, bro. You have not a leg to stand on because shall we refresh the evidence? 
There's video evidence showing the people dispatched by Connor Stallions through his public Venmo account using tickets that he purchased in his own name. And there are people he dispatched in those seats that he purchased the tickets to in his own name, videotaping sidelines at 12 Big 12, uh, Big 10 universities. It's not in question. He purchased tickets to the SEC championship game. Like all these games, he caught red-handed purchasing tickets. Caught red-handed in this in this internal investigation, according to our sources, an internal investigation unearthed this whole thing. And I'll rewind that for you too. The FBI noticed Michigan were coming in to work with the University of Michigan Police Department to investigate the activities of former offensive coordinator Matt Weiss, who is accused of committing computer crimes across multiple state lines encompassing multiple victims. Michigan's reaction to that was, oh, holy hell, we better hire an outside firm to investigate exactly what Matt Weiss was doing. The scope of that investigation included the computer systems in the Michigan football program. When they audited those computer systems, they uncovered an entire trove of evidence showing the depth and the effort, including the financial part of this that went into the Michigan sign-stealing scandal. They found schedules, a list of games, finances, budgets, how much we're going to allocate to this. Dude, it's not a question of did it happen. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here who thinks this didn't happen? No. So again, I just say, I just say, Congratulations. That's awesome. But look at the Big Ten handbook. Because I'll just continue to say in this response, Michigan is completely wrong about this. Completely wrong. Because if you look at this tweet right here from Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports, breaking news this afternoon, Michigan has responded uh, to the Big Ten on these allegations of sign stealing. Ross Dellinger saying in a letter, Michigan claims that any action from the league is a breach of the Big Ten handbook and any discipline against Jim Harbaugh would exceed the commissioner's authority with the, within and under the sportsmanship policy. Well, friends, here it is. So all we're doing again with Michigan, we just continue to deflect. We just continue to, but hey, they did this and look at that and who's over here and hey, what were you for Halloween? Right, all of this stuff. We're just throwing up smoke grenades. Nice letter, dude. To cut, but it's it's wild to me that Michigan is saying Tony Petiti is not following proper due process spelled out in the league's handbook and is instead bootstrapping unproven rules violations through the sportsmanship policy. Again, here it is. And it's on my Twitter, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. There's a link to the entire Big Ten handbook, including the sportsmanship policy responsibilities and accountability it's in black in addition any member of the above group may be held individually accountable if found to have committed an offensive action as contemplated by this policy i i get it michigan is desperate michigan is desperate and i understand you're completely wrong michigan is 
And these are not stupid people. And I, I think we as fans, that's why fan is short for fanatic. I think we go too far when we say, oh, Michigan's trash. I love that. Oh, that team sucks. These are wildly intelligent people. These are really good administrators. And the worst part about the whole Michigan cheating scandal, Jim Harbaugh is a great head coach that is the head of a really talented football team. You didn't have to do this, but you got greedy because you couldn't beat Ohio State and you couldn't win the college football playoff. That's what this comes down to. And man, I'm telling you, I say it all the time. You, you've got to find a way. You've got to find a way to protect the University of Michigan. So I just ask you again, have you contemplated what happens when Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL this summer? Do you really think the NCAA is going to punish nobody for this? If he does not take a suspension now, they're going to get hammered in the summer when he's back in the NFL or not working there anymore. Someone's paying a price. And you forget, he's already admitted to level one recruiting violations, level two recruiting violations. And truthfully, the level one violation is that he is accused of lying, deceiving, and evading the investigation into his COVID period recruiting scandal. The coronavirus that was the level one violation and the level two violation that he took a three-game suspension for self-imposed, so he admits he did it, to start this season. And this response is not going to help Michigan. But, I mean, listen, if you guys snore a lot, I mean, Matt Deering at Sound Sleep Medical is here to help you. Unlike, that was probably a reach. Hi, Matt. Matt, are you frozen? Matt is frozen. Matt is in awe of the evidence against Michigan. I mean, I just, I just look. Matt is in awe. Truly incredible. I, wow. We have fr frozen Matt. Okay. Uh, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I um, had the great um, I had the great transition. You had it teed up, too. So I had the transition job, all dude. set up. All right? set up. Uh, our number two of the Monty Show, as always, is brought to you by our good friends at Sound Sleep Medical, soundsleepmedical.com. Uh, you guys, a, a, before we get to your comments on this Michigan thing, I just ask you. If you're somebody that struggles with snoring or sleep apnea, and maybe it's and or sleep apnea, please don't wait because sleep apnea is killing people in this country on a regular basis. Sleep apnea is that thing where you stop breathing, your airway gets compromised while you're sleeping, and you wake up and you're gasping for breath, or your wife wakes you up, or you wake your wife up because she or you are not breathing, and you're gasping for air, right? That's a life-altering situation and sound sleep medical has an easy custom fit solution for you. And I want to make sure, you know, snoring and sleep apnea, while they are symptoms of each other are not mutually exclusive, right? Or they are mutually exclusive. Like you can snore and not have sleep apnea. And the best part about sound sleep medical solution is, Hey man, you can absolutely just be somebody that snores really loud. And that's why your wife or husband sleeps in the other room. Well, take care of that right now by getting your free sleep evaluation at soundsleepmedical.com um, slash Monty because they have a custom fit solution for you. Treat snoring and sleep apnea with no masks and no tubes. Just better, healthier sleep with Sound Sleep Medical. Use code Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, to schedule a free sleep assessment today. And there he is. 
Is he there? He is. Matt Tierney is alive and well. You, you, you were got, so perfectly still and frozen in time, oh, Matt. You know, it's where my wife wants me. <laughs> uh, my guy, good to see you. You know, I was just talking about, I was just talking about relationships and, uh, you know, uh, the difference between, you know, a sound night of sleep. How important is a sound night of sleep for most humans? You know, it's interesting. I just was meeting with a patient yesterday and, uh, you know, he admitted he had not had a good night's sleep in over 40 years, uh, which was fascinating. You know, he, he, uh, he tried, uh, he tried a CPAP, didn't work. Wait a few more years, tried a CPAP, didn't work. Wait a few more years. He, so he tried it three, four different times. Uh, wasn't able to, to get it to work once. Uh, now he's uh, in an oral appliance. It's, just, it's brand new. We just got him fit yesterday. So we'll see how it goes. But but I can't imagine for 40 years not being able to have a good night's sleep. Uh, it's going to wear on your body. It's going to wear on your brain. A person uh, that isn't getting that rest isn't regenerating uh, the brain tissues that they need to be able to be functional. Uh, additionally, they're, they're, not, they're not getting the oxygen that they need to be able to be aware during the day. And I, I guarantee you, if, if you're not getting enough sleep, by the end of the day, you're just absolutely exhausted. And that's often what we hear from our patients. So if you're if, the, if any of that sounds like you, go to soundsleepmedical.com, schedule an appointment, uh, use keyword Monty, uh, and get that free sleep consultation. We'll talk to you about it. We'll do actually a free at-home sleep screening as well. Yeah, and I think the important part of that is that we're not talking about a CPAP machine that is hard to travel with. It's embarrassing. It leaves marks on your face. Like we're talking about a custom fit device, Matt, that really can be a solution. You guys have a team, including Dennis, that are going to fit this mouthpiece for each individual client of yours. And I feel like that really makes a difference because I don't think there's anybody who embraces a CPAP machine. Yeah, it's it, we've had a couple that they're working for them. So if it's if you're, you're using CPAP, you're happy. It's working great. That's the important part is that you're getting a good night's sleep. For the other 95% of us that are CPAP intolerant, uh, this is a great solution where you come in. What's happening at night for, for those that have sleep apnea, you, you often maybe associate with snoring. Your soft palate in the back of your throat is slipping back at night. It's covering your airway. You're not getting the oxygen you need. And then when, the apnea is actually when it's completely blocked off. No air is getting through. Either wake up in the middle of the night gasping or your spouse gets freaked out because they can hear you're not sleeping and they wake you up. Uh, and, and you never get into REM sleep. And so you never get that relaxed, restful sleep that you need. We use oral appliance therapy that uh, is basically a mouth guard. You ever played a sport before? You, you're familiar with something that looks like this. It fits into your mouth. It's custom made, perfectly molded to your teeth. This bottom part forces the lower jaw to stay forward so it can't slip back. So as it stays forward at night, you get all the normal oxygen that you're, that you're used to. No forced air needed, no masks, no machines, no additional hard cleaning at the end of the day you take this off you rinse it off once a week you put it in some solution to clean it that's all the maintenance it requires pretty simple does that fit in my suitcase though i don't know how big your suitcase is <laughs> but if not it would fit in your it would fit in your pocket i mean the thing is just itty bitty teeny tiny uh i have made the mistakes for, for for six years now i've been wearing my own sleep apnea treatment mouth guard oh, uh wow. and one the one night that I didn't wear it, I was traveling. I was in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, coming back from Mexico. Went to sleep. Woke up the next morning. Felt like garbage. Had to drive the ten hours up to Salt Lake. It was terrible. Uh, it was the worst night I've had. And since then, I've never forgot to wear this thing. Take it wherever I go. 
wear it every single night. It's a, it's been a it's been a, a game changer for me and many of our patients as well. Love it, Matt. Always good to see you, man. I appreciate you uh, helping so many of our viewers get to soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. Set up your free uh, sleep consultation in any of Sound Sleep Medical's Utah locations. They are fantastic people. Uh, Matt, we'll uh, we'll see. I guess you're coming back on tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah, tomorrow or Friday. Yeah, we'll be back on. We'll say hi and we'll take care of as many people as we can. That's our goal. Awesome, Matt. Good to see you. That's Matt Deering from Sound Sleep Medical, soundsleepmedical.com. Uh, you guys take care of it. I'm telling you, you don't have to be embarrassed anymore. And I, I know we spend a lot of time talking about this, but that sleep, that brain health, I, I'm telling you that REM sleep that Matt always talks about is so important. I track it on my uh, super important uh, hey, Apple Watch rocket. Ultra. Yeah, the stuff. Apple Watch Ultra. It's the first thing I look at every morning. Today, I got two hours and 10 minutes of REM sleep and I felt great. I woke up ready to run through a brick wall. So hook it up, soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty, uh, a massive, massive story breaking in college football now. And I know we can't get away from it. Uh, our plan on the show today was to be talking about Victor Wambanyama versus Chet Holmgren right now. But Michigan has replied uh, to the uh, Big Ten over their allegations of sign stealing at Michigan. Uh, Ross Dellinger at Yahoo had the story first. Um, in a letter, Michigan claims that any action from the league is a breach of the Big Ten handbook and any discipline against Jim Harbaugh would exceed the commissioner's authority on the sportsmanship policy. I see a bunch of you just hop back on. Uh, let me show you what the policy says, because I think at some point, and I cannot say this any more clearly, at some point, we've got to stop with this misinformation garbage. Because that's all this is. It's lies. It's half-truths. It's spinning to try and salvage what little chance Michigan has of evading punishment. Because what Michigan says here about, you know, Tony Petitio has not followed proper due process, spelled out in the league's handbook, bootstrapping unproven rules violations through the sportsmanship policy. Well, let's lay it out. Because here it is. This is directly from the Big Ten handbook. Right, It says responsibility and accountability, an institution is responsible for and therefore may be held accountable for the action of its employees, coaches, student athletes, and it goes into band, mascot, student body. In addition, any member of the above group may be held individually accountable if found to have committed an offense, offensive action as contemplated in this policy. And as for Tony Petiti's ability ability to hand down punishment. It could not be any clearer. In 10.2.1, the commissioner has the exclusive authority to determine an offensive action as contemplated above. And in making this determination, the commissioner may consider any evidence he or she deems relevant. The commissioner may accept any information provided by any source, but except as outlined in 10.3.1 below and has no formal obligation to do so. Now the home run hitter, the knockout punch right here in black and white in front of you. In the event the commissioner determines that an offensive action has occurred, the commissioner shall have the authority to impose any disciplinary action in response to the offensive action subject to provision 10.3.3.1, which essentially says, hey, 
I can give you two games without asking anybody's permission. And if I want to give you more than if I want to give you more than two games, all I have to do is get the get the permission of the Big Ten Presidents Council, which essentially is a group of a small group of presidents that represent the entire league. Uh, and he, as we have told you on the show, our sources have told us, he has that full full support. So what do you mean he's not following process or doesn't have the power to discipline you? What do you mean uh, that there's no no way he could do this that that they're they're you know going off of unproven you know rules violations? The evidence is clear. Yeah, like the 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 evidence is the last thing you want to be trying to poke a hole in because ultimately. It spells out exactly what you're being accused of. You're on video. You're on. You're on pictures. You, you you're on financial documents and statements. Like you have testimony. Like this is not in question. It's not hearsay. It's not someone said you did it. No, it's visual. It's tangible on paper. Like this happened. You did it. And now you're trying to get away from it. And and all I can say is. Dude, I understand that maybe that was the only way that you could fight this, but you're really telling me we're fighting this hard over a four-game suspension? That's what it's all wild. this is over, a four-game suspension. We're not talking about you know being ineligible for the postseason or punishing the kids, even though they were in on it, but we're not talking about punishing the kids or you know damaging the school's revenue or anything. I, I just don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin with this. And this does not even, um, I, I mean, like the institutional control provisions um, that you, that are, that are in the Big Ten handbook. This is, this is exactly institutional control. I mean, by, by the, by the definition of the Big Ten handbook. You want to see what instant institutional control looks like? This graphic plainly spells it out, man. Uh, and I know that's hard to read, so let me read it for you. Um, the commissioner may receive information of an alleged violation from any source, right? Like this is the, it, I mean, you guys, withholding a student athlete from practice or competition, it, like all of this stuff, it, it's it's ridiculous to me that we're even arguing over this. How are, how are, if you read these rules and I, I just, I think that's part of this. I think nine out of 10 people just don't, don't care enough to read the rules. Like, yeah. Nah, I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read it. Nah, why would I read it? Yeah. Come why on. Why would I read the fine print? Come on. Ryan Willie says Michigan gave the big 10, the middle finger. Yeah. And, and you know what? Now is the time. Puff that chest out, dude. Hey, you're, 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 you're repping out three, Three plates, 15 reps. Hey, knock it out, well, dude. You bench. Let's go bench that thing. Because when you get to court, because you are going to sue if he hands down discipline, you're getting your ass beat. Do you even lift? The letter of the law is not on your side. So now is the time to puff and bloviate. And again, in this country, this is what we do. When we're guilty as hell, we puff and we bloviate, and then we tell the truth when we get to court and we wind up losing the court case. Mommy, mommy, please take me home. And that's what Michigan's going to do. That's what Michigan's going to do here because there's no way around it. Uh, Hero 75, if I was the Big Ten commissioner after seeing the response, I would turn back to the other Big Ten presidents and request uh, 
to up the punishment for Michigan. This is a slap in the face. It is. I mean, it, it truly is and a by slap the way, in the face. The, the other thing that needs to be said is Tony Petiti has to be mindful of the health of the conference. I mean, this is a PR nightmare for for television partners, ad partners. Like, this hurts your bottom line. I, I, I don't care who you are. Anytime you have an integrity of the game situation, um, that that's not going to work out well for folks who are sponsoring your great football program or your great football conference. And and Tony Petiti is not only tasked with discipline, he's tasked with the overall health of your conference. And I would remind you, football is not the only sport they play. So for Tony, this guy is sitting here full well knowing what he can do and what he has to get done to discipline them further. So let's not pretend that Tony Petiti and others have no idea what they're doing. They damn well know what they're doing. They have full control over it. And I'm telling you, Tony Petiti, while he may not want to drop the hammer, at this point, how do you not? Don't you have an obligation to, to just keep the ball rolling? I mean, if they're going to sue you, you might as well drop the discipline. You can't allow a school to to intimidate the commissioner's office into not disciplining them for what is a clear rules violation. Yeah, I think the amazing part of this, you guys, um, part of their response letter, quote, there is simply no evidence that Stallion's actions had a material effect on any Michigan game this season. Okay, again, is this just me? And maybe I'm the a-hole here. You let me know. What does that have to do with, with what you did or didn't do? What does that matter at all? Michigan's letter to the Big Ten notes that its margin of victory this season went from 34 to 38 points since Connor Stallions was suspended. Well, if Connor Stallions did nothing wrong, why did you suspend him? By the way, you're not denying what happened. Number two, what does no evidence that Stallions' actions had a material effect on Michigan's games this season? What does that matter? What does that matter? I, I, I am so amazed that Michigan is not trying to deny what Connor Stallions did. They're simply saying, oh, it didn't help us win or lose games. We, we beat far more wholesale ass after Connor Stallions was suspended. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, what are you talking about, man? I, this, is, this is ridiculous. This this is ridiculous to me. Now, if you and, and again, I'm just going to ask you: If you're a Michigan fan, what do you? You cannot tell me you agree with this. You are you you have to be wholesale embarrassed by this. You're not denying Michigan is not denying what Connor Stallions did. So you're not denying that he spit in the face of all of the the sign stealing rules. Because I'll again say what I've said 10,000 times on this show. Sign stealing is not illegal. What's illegal is advanced scouting and having other people that you're paying point phones at the sideline. Because it's illegal. On tickets, from seats of tickets you bought and provided for them, on your publicly available Venmo account, and you bought the tickets in his own name, Connor Stallions did. And every Big Ten university outside of Michigan provided video evidence that those people were in those seats pointing phones at the sideline. I am amazed by it. Yet, you want us to, what, the, the, you don't think you should be punished at all for this? It's incredible that you're not even denying that it happened. 
Unreal. That, that, that's the, that to me is what's amazing about our culture now. I, I'm not like, like we've seen this strategy used by so many individuals now, right? But whether it's in the sports world, the political world, whatever, right? Hey, it doesn't matter that I did it. it, it just because I did it doesn't mean it had an impact. We're not talking about the impact it had, sir. No. It, just because you you sped and didn't kill someone doesn't mean you weren't speeding. Is that is that correct or incorrect? Well, yeah, I was speeding. Then that's it. So Michigan can huff and puff and create this hurricane of distraction. Notice what's come out today. We've got we've got uh, uh, a letter from the House of Representatives. We've got Blake Corum making a statement about how he had no business dealings with Connor Stallion. Stallions. Now we've got Michigan's response, which doesn't even deny what they've done, but instead calls into question Tony Petiti's ability. And I might add, it calls into question his professionalism because they're saying he's not acting in accordance to the handbook, dude. So let me get this right. You're not denying it. You're calling into your, your commissioner's integrity and professionalism to do his job. It's wild. And you think that this is going to have a good result for you? Yeah, I don't think this is going to go the way you'd like it to go. And you can threaten suit all you want, but I have to agree, you're on the wrong side of the law. And this is a classic situation of who's going to blink first. I, I am. I don't. I am not rarely. Or what am I trying to say here? I am rarely flabbergasted by the stupidity of powerful people. Listen, I'm a political chunky. I see stupidity out of out of powerful people all around the globe. All the time. This right here that you're looking at from Dan Wetzel is one of the stupidest quotes I have ever seen from powerful people. Because any way you slice it, the people at Michigan are very powerful. There is simply no evidence that Stallion's actions had a material effect on any of Michigan's games this season. Note the very clear words this season. What about last season when you beat Ohio State at Ohio State? What about the season before when you ended a, a Jim Harbaugh drought and beat Ohio State? I, I And again, I just say it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What he did is by the letter of the law at the NCAA level, illegal. Yeah. And you're not denying that. I, I just, I, I'm amazed by it. Less of us, more of you. I appreciate everybody being here. Uh, we have over 4,000 comments today. Uh, thank you. Stoopsified. You will feel the full weight and power of Michigan. <laughs> right, right, dude. Listen, even though we flagrantly broke the rules. Fine, Steeler guy. I am going to put my ass cheeks squarely on your chest and you're going to feel my full weight and power. We should probably do that before we go to court and go to jail. But that's, you know, whenever you have time, um, Tony. Um, right? Like, what? AAR, these peeps wish they could be Connor Stallion's sign guy. No chance. Right? It's wild. Boyd Lake, it was one game. That's not a statistical anything. What do you mean it was one game? Yeah, what do you mean? Uh, OG Gary, lie, cheat, and steal. Michigan thinks they're Eddie Guerrero. Exactly. Oh my, I'm so burned out. I just, I, I'm, I'm just so impressed. burned out on, Dude, the, on this. I'm impressed that they thought it was their best strategy to, to, to skip over the fact that they did it. We're, we're, we're not even going to talk about whether we did it or didn't do it. We're going to go right to, 
hey, yeah, that marker that I drew on the wall, yeah, I, I'm, it doesn't matter that I did it. I drew a rainbow. It didn't have any negative effects. What? Dude, we're talking about you stealing the signs, not whether it worked out or not. We know you got your ass beat by TCU. We know you finally figured out a way to beat Ohio State. We get it. We understand how the sign stealing worked and where it helped you and where it didn't. And now you want to cry me a river about other schools helping Purdue to beat you and you still ran them over. Right? Nice. And then, and then, and then in your response, you want to say that Tony has no idea how to do his job. And even though we broke a ton of rules, uh, uh, NCAA rules around sign stealing and gaining an advantage, that didn't have any material effect this season. Who cares? Who cares? And this is this is what I get tired of in sports. We want to say, it doesn't matter what I did. I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't do anything there's no, that affected there's no anything. Victim. There's, there's no, no victims. Victim. Nobody died. And then, and then you threaten, according to Ross Dellinger, Michigan, with a warning to the Big Ten in its letter, the conference should act cautiously when setting precedent given the reality that in-person scouting collusion among opponents and other questionable practices may well be far more prevalent than believed. And again, I just ask, what does this have to do with what you did, Michigan? Here, so let me simplify that for you. Hey, Tony, you better be careful suspending us because everyone's doing it. So if you suspend us, you're going to have to suspend everybody. Man, the balls on these guys. Like, it is it is wild to me that here we sit and Michigan has the... Audacity. I mean, the word is audacity. Uh, like, to, to threaten, the conference should act cautiously when setting precedent. This is what I'm talking about. This kind of mentality... I take this to mean that Michigan thinks that because everyone's doing it, we should be able to do it. I got news for you. Just because everyone's doing it and you should be able to do it doesn't work here because even if everyone's doing it, you were the only one that got caught because you're too terrible at cheating. That's guys, the difference. Do you guys see what I mean when I say every single day there is something just unfathomable coming out of this scandal. Yeah, we graduate to the next chapter every day. And people say to me, is this all you guys are going to talk about? What you tell me on, on we're supposedly one of the biggest sports shows in the country now, right? YouTube says we are top 5% of all sports talk shows on YouTube globally. You tell me what's a bigger story in North America than, than this ridiculous and pompous ass response from Michigan to the big 10. Like, how am I not supposed to talk about this? I would much rather be talking about the breaking news that uh, Jamal Murray is going to be out at least a month, uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, <laughs> with a right hamstring injury. Mm. I would far more rather talk about that. Or maybe Victor Wembanyama's debut at MSG. I am, I am just, I'm amazed by it. I am amazed by the level of stupidity. I really am. All right, let's get you guys rolling here. Boyd Lake says, making Michigan the example would fix all of that if it's happening. Just ask the Chicago White Sox. That's <coughs> very true. Uh, William Bailey, Michigan is a mid-law school and Petiti is a Harvard grad. Yeah, I don't, you, think, I don't think this response was... I think this is an emotional... Um, chest-pounding, saber-rattling response. Yeah, this is a ploy to try to turn up the public pressure dial as much as possible 
And you know what the problem with that is? Anytime you try to go with the, hey, we're going to try to pit the uh, or tilt the public against you card. Anytime you try to work that card, you know what the problem is? When the writing in the handbook is on Petiti's side, he doesn't have to give a damn about what the public thinks because he's going to come in here like a hot knife through butter and show you what it is. You want to puff your chest out? You want to say all this stuff? Cool. I'm going to reference the handbook that you yourself signed off on and then went ahead and broke. Don't tell me this is about the public. It's not. I mean, I, I am, I'm amazed. And you know what else stands out about this? In that letter that the House of Representatives wrote, they they had a similar line about how how it's it's at the bottom where where they're like, hey, if you decide to take action against Michigan, we'll have no choice but to to I think they said something like swiftly and openly support Michigan in their efforts. Should to you, get. as a commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, rush to judgment or engage in any ill-considered action, we will vigorously support our public universities in their effort to uh, compel fairness and due process. So I hear that. And then I look at the threat that Michigan themselves lobbed at Tony Petiti. Tell me that Michigan guy and and the House of Representatives aren't working together to try to bully Tony Petiti. I, I am I am so disappointed in Michigan. I, it, it just is... It's wild to me. And I, I I look at I look at the response from Michigan fans on Twitter right now. It, it is it is wild. Uh Bailey Dietrich, Connor Stallion shark vacuum and clean up all of this mess. I believe it would. Yeah. And it wouldn't leave crumbs behind either. And it's a really easy plastic canister to empty. You know. We have a vacuum right there. We should probably just use it as a prop or something. Yeah. You know. Uh Mark Hales. God, uh, UM Law is ranked number ten. That is not a mid law school. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. We, we wait. Where is uh? Where's Harvard Law ranked? Oh, let's see, Harvard Law ranked. I, I I don't think the prior comment was. Well, they suck as a law school. I think it was more of a compare comparison. Yeah, Harvard's ranked number five. So you know, you know, uh, Jeremy Callahan, Shoeless Jim Harbaugh. Apparently, you're not wrong. Jack Harrington, the next 30 for 30, the Michigan Manifest. Oh, there's gonna be. I mean, there, there, there should be one just on Connor Stallions himself. Yeah, it's it's remarkable. Ohio State Buckeye fan, uh, Big Ten shouldn't get banned from the playoff. No, I don't think the Big Ten should. I think Michigan should, because, and I think people like to you know get you know confuse or you know bring a lack of clarity to support their argument and conflate what is what is truth and what is a lie. When the truth very clearly is what Michigan and Rutgers gave to Purdue does not constitute a rules violation. You can be pissed they did it. You cannot like they did it, but they didn't break the rules. Yeah. Because nowhere, and notice that Michigan doesn't cite chapter and verse. Oh, well, you're breaking this rule and you are not following this rule. And it's the sportsmanship policy. And, you know, you're 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 threatening because you say that, you know, it, it, the prevalent then believed. Okay, well, that's cool. But we're going to set a precedent and make sure that it's not as prevalent as you think it is. 
by suspending Jim Harbaugh four games to finish the season. Yeah, that's all this is. This is a distraction campaign out of Michigan. That's all that's it is. all this is, dude. And I agree with Ohio State Buckeyes fan. There's not a chance in the world that that Ohio State or the Big Ten should be punished. Michigan should be punished. And, and this is why, to that end of that comment, and I appreciate that comment, this is why the college football playoff wants no business getting involved in this. Yeah. Uh, Janelle Gridiron, uh, it's time for Harbaugh to go to uh, go – Hello for Harbaugh to go. The corruption is an overdose. Harbaugh reminds me of a mob boss. I see nothing. I heard nothing. It's all news to me. I'm the victim enough. And again, Janelle, much to your point, the idea that, well, I didn't know. That, I didn't know. You, I didn't, I'm hearing listen, this for the first time. Listen, I didn't know that my hitman killed them. I, I had no idea. It doesn't matter anymore because now, according to the NCAA, Hard and fast rule. It doesn't matter if you knew or didn't know. It was your responsibility to know because what the action of the staff is, it is assumed that the head coach condoned it because the head coach is responsible for every one of his staff members' actions. Yes. See Herm Edwards at Arizona State. Because it's illegal. Uh, this is not difficult to decipher. It, this is a spin to save themselves. And it's Tony Petiti has a responsibility at this stage to do the right thing. Mm. Tony Petiti, if you if you do not suspend Jim Harbaugh, or let's say he gives him one game, that's that's that is not a good look for the you Big can't. Ten. You can't. You just can't do it. That's the part. You know, it is it is just one of those things where you cannot. And, and and I don't know. Like, did, didn't didn't Michigan hurt themselves with this response? Like, am I crazy? Well, the thing is, is Michigan. To your point, this is what you just said, right? Michigan's counting on the idea that average Joe Michigan fan, like the masses, have no idea what the handbook says, right? They they just know that ESPN told them that the sportsmanship policy limits Tony Petiti to two games and. And that's basically what it is. That's what they're counting on is that, hey, we're going to lob a bunch of baseless threats and, you know, we're going to say all this inflammatory stuff and people are going to get outraged. And then what's going to happen here? I Or what I hope will happen here, honestly. I hope Tony Petiti comes through and comes through the four-game suspension. You know why four games is, you know, really relevant, why it's important? Because to get to four games, he needs everyone else's support in the conference to do that. So it's not just Tony Petiti versus Michigan. Oh, my God. It's the conference versus Michigan. It's the other head <sighs> coaches, the other athletic directors, the presidents bro, against Michigan. Bro, bro, Did Michigan write this letter with a shovel? Because you're digging your own grave. You guys look at this. Like, I, 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 what, you, you, motherfucker, like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? We are not aware. You cannot. Am I reading right, this right? Right, right there. We are not aware of any evidence or allegations suggesting that violations are ongoing now that Stallions is no longer part of the football program or that there are any other circumstances of ongoing or irreparable harm requiring or justifying immediate or interim sanction. So wait, let me get this right. Hey, uh, hey. What? Uh, yeah, I had my boy over here go and uh, 
you know, steal from somebody. What? But I kicked him off the team now, so that never happened. What? What do you mean, dude? Absence such evidence, there's no discernible reason for cutting short investigation or refusing to provide due process? I got news for you. This response is due process, Slick. What? <laughs> we have all been through some really traumatic shit in this country over the last few years. This is remarkable. This is remarkable to me. This is they I think they did much much worse damage because again, all of Yahoo Sports has this letter word for word. Notice they have not once denied the wrongdoing. Not one time has Michigan denied it. We're not aware of any evidence or allegations suggesting violations are ongoing. Oh, you're not aware. What are you serious, bro? It doesn't matter what's ongoing. You're not being punished for what's ongoing. You're being punished for what you've done. I, I dude, I really thought that they would be like, we completely disagree with this. We think, I thought for sure they would say, we believe that you should wait for the NCAA's investigation and, and you know, hey, it's more in depth. It's because we've reported a lot on the show. And frankly, I think now these responses tell you our reporting has been rock solid. Um, we told you that um, Big Ten, Tony Petiti told the, the president at Michigan that the head coach is responsible for the actions of his staff. Uh, we told you that our sources have told us that the Big Ten, the likely outcome, uh, once the response was registered, was to impose a four-game ban on Jim Harbaugh. We have told you um, that Michigan does not believe that they should be punished by the Big Ten, that it should come from the NCAA. And by the way, your athletic director skipped the college football playoff meeting yesterday to put this junk out? This uh, is the best you could do? And Santa Ono, the president at Michigan, is a wildly intelligent human being. And it, I am stunned that this that this response was allowed. You know what the problem, you know what this, right now, I just came up with this off the top of my head. This is what I, this is my instinct on this. You know why they're not saying, hey, dude, you should wait to discipline us until the NCAA investigation concludes because it's going to show everybody was doing exactly what you know we were doing there's 10 other connor stallions in the conference doing the same thing this is rampant this is everywhere everyone's doing it you know why they're not going with that card because there's no evidence of that you can say it's happening but if you can't prove it's happening it's not happening as far as the law is concerned as far as you know disciplinary action is concerned so what they had to go with, they were forced to go with, dude, this is, this is you're violating this rule, and, you know, it's the sportsmanship policy, and we need to, you know, lob outlandish things and generalities because they have nothing. Any, anybody who understands the rules understands Man. they've got nothing to stand on here. I, I am I am amazed by it, and I I see uh, you know Twitter blowing up, and I, I let me be really clear about this. Our reporting it, it has not been has not wavered even a little bit. 
And I will continue to tell you that Michigan did this to themselves. Whether you want to own that or not, I, I think that this last response where Michigan said there's no evidence that it is ongoing and that they have not denied Connor Stallion's actions, I think it va validates the fact that you know, there's no chance Ohio State is the one that triggered this investigation. Our reporting has been for weeks now that the FBI noticed Michigan that they were getting involved with the uh, University of Michigan Police Department's investigation in the cyber crimes committed by Matt Weiss, uh, computer crimes with multiple victims across state lines. When the FBI noticed Michigan of that, they decided to conduct an internal investigation and hired an outside firm to do so. That outside firm, as part of their investigation, our sources told us, uncovered evidence of a significant uh, sign-stealing and cheating operation that they discovered on computers in the Michigan Football Department and as part of their fiduciary responsibility, uh, were compelled to turn that over to the NCAA, which they did. Michigan is not denying this. Our reporting that it's overwhelming evidence that Connor Stallions did this, whether it is the financial reporting, whether it is his Venmo, whether it is the budgets that were found on those computers, whether it is the schedule, the personnel that were, was going to be used at each venue, whether it is the videotaped evidence that the Big Ten is in possession of from 12 other uh, universities showing people in the seats that Connor Stallions purchased tickets to in his own name with phones pointed at the sidelines on those computers. It was discovered that there was a cloud account that all of that video was uploaded to. You can't deny what Connor Stallions did and they're not. Let's get that real clear. And maybe it comes out in some different part of the letter, but I think it would have already. Michigan's not denying what Connor Stallions did. Thanks. And again, I am happy to display for you the, the sportsmanship policy. This is insane, dude. And it says right here. And, and again, I'll remind you that would it, it, the response says any discipline against Jim Harbaugh would exceed the commissioner's authority under the sportsmanship policy. Well, maybe I'm giving Michigan and Santa Ono too much credit. Because here it is in black and white. This is the Big Ten Sportsmanship Policy Section 10.2.1 and 10.2.2. 10.2.2 says the commissioner can look at any evidence that he has provided. He can get evidence from any source. And 10.2.2 says that he is exclusively able to impose any disciplinary action in response to the offensive action subject to provisions 10.3.3.1, which very clearly state the commissioner can suspend Jim Harbaugh of his own accord for two games, fine him $10,000 maximum. Or if he deems that the actions were so significant that he would like to suspend Jim Harbaugh or anybody else for more than two games and impose a fine of more than or $10,000 that he may go to the president's council of the big 10, which is a small group of presidents. And he may say, 
Here's where, here's the evidence. I want to suspend Jim Harbaugh. We're told four games without pay, which means he is not to have any contact with the University of Michigan for four weeks. And all he has to do is get permission from that president's council. Our sources have told us the president's council has given him authority to do as he sees fit. Which, what does that mean? The rest of the conference is behind the conference, not behind Michigan. That's what I'm saying. This isn't Shocking. Michigan versus Petiti. Shocking. This is the this is Michigan versus the conference. Understand this dynamic. It's super important you get this. This is not Tony Petiti digging around his own conference, right? This is Michigan did an internal investigation that drummed all this up. And then what happened? All the other schools realized what was going on at Michigan and got Man. involved, and that compelled Tony Petiti to start reviewing evidence. And now Michigan wants to say that Tony Petiti is overstepping his boundaries and doesn't have the authority. I got news for you. The other 10 schools or whatever it is, 11 schools, uh, you know, want this to happen. Feel it is proper for you to be suspended. So you're not getting out of anything. No. And all of this stuff in this response is straight up noise. There is nothing to this. Travis stuff. Harrison, Michigan fans living in La La Land. The delusion is real with them. I would agree with that. Uh, Taiwan X, Michigan never denied it. No, they haven't. Which is incredible. Never denied it. Truly CM. incredible. CM for $2. Cheat again is just begging for the death penalty, which doesn't exist anymore, but I know what you mean. Big Blue Horses for $2. Big uh, is not risking college football playoff cash until they have to. I would agree. Bruce Paris gives us $50 to say thank you, Bruce. Uh, you guys are biased. Oh, okay. Do tell. Uh, due process. The Big Ten presidents caved to the mob of the media and other programs. Let's take this one at a time. Uh, what does it matter that they caved? They made a decision, right? Because Tony Petiti, the commissioner, followed the process to the letter. He met with the coaches, the athletic directors, and the presidents. Our sources told us flat out, the coaches, athletic directors, and presidents loudly and passionately supported him doing what he feels is best for the integrity of the conference, including suspending Jim Harbaugh. So you can say they caved. That has nothing to do with due process. Due process requires that you follow uh, a process, which is laid out in the Big Ten handbook under the sportsmanship policy, which we are talking about. And again, Bruce, what in the sportsmanship policy did, did he not follow process on? Because we've showed you all the germane parts of this. So due process, if they caved, there's nowhere in the due process or in the Michigan Big Ten NCAA handbook that says you must not cave to the mob. At least if there is, I haven't seen it. They got together, they discussed, they decided. That's called freedom. That's called democracy. That's called following due process. You don't have to like it. And you can say we're biased because you're going to say we're biased because you're a Michigan fan. Well, guess what? I'm not a Michigan fan. I'm a Notre Dame fan. And I don't believe I've been biased in this at all. I think we have, and you can go back to all of our shows over the last three weeks. We've followed this and we followed the evidence. Did we, did we not say, 
like with this this ridiculousness at the Ohio State receivers coach, formerly domestic violence guy, lying and making stuff up about Michigan. We told you that. So I don't believe we've been biased at all. Rutgers, Ohio State, and Purdue colluded. Okay, where does it say that Rutgers and Ohio State colluded with Purdue by taking the actions they took? So if you don't know what he's referencing, uh, Ohio State and Rutgers provided Purdue with the offensive and defensive signals for the Big Ten championship game last year. Now, I'm just going to use what the brilliance of the people at Michigan said today. Well, what does it matter? Michigan won the Big Champion, the Big Ten championship game last year against Purdue after you know they colluded. So there's no real crime here. There's no victim. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, I would also remind you, it's not against the rules of the Big Ten or the NCAA uh, to steal signs, uh, to dissect, to steal, break down, whatever you want to call it. That's not against the rules. In nowhere does it say that you cannot... Well, you can steal signs, but you can't share them. Nowhere does it say that. Yeah. There is no rule that says that Rutgers in, in Ohio State, it is against the rules for you to provide Purdue with those signals. Where does it say that? Bruce, I'm waiting. Go ahead. Yeah, it doesn't, um, doesn't say that. Doesn't say that. Ohio State changed their signs in 21 and 22. Sign stealing was not the reason for the ass kicking. Right. What does that matter? Um, you still stole the signs by sending people to advance scout and videotape their sidelines. And you uploaded that to a cloud. And we know that uh, because Connor Stallion's Venmo account, uh, because he bought tickets to those games that he did not attend uh, in his own name, by the way. And 12 other universities have video of people <laughs> in the seats that Connor Stallions bought videotaping sidelines. So again, I'm just asking, what does any of this, and I appreciate the $50. If I could refund it, I would. But I appreciate it. What does this have to do with anything? It doesn't. This has no impact on whether or not Connor Stallions did what he's accused of doing. It's a distraction. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, I, this is my point. This is This is the Dan Wetzel thing, right? This is what a lot of reporters are going with. Oh, well, everybody was doing it. It doesn't matter. It does not matter because not everybody got caught sending advanced scouts to games. That's what you did. That's going to get you punished. Man. And I, I want, I, yeah, I, I, I want a million dollars. I'm not getting that either. OG Gary brought you two literally hate Jim. Oh, I do hate Jim. There, I am not a Jim Harbaugh guy. Uh, your arguments are coming from positions of bias. It's like me in Ohio state. I hate those guys, and anything I say about them will come from a position of bias. What bias well, have we had? Explain well, first of it. all, notice that I haven't talked about Jim Harbaugh on this at all. All I've said is Connor Stallions broke the broke the rules. I, I'll even grant you that Jim Harbaugh didn't know. Okay, cool. He should be fired. If Jim Harbaugh didn't know what Connor Stallions is doing, we call that a lack of institutional control. So it has nothing to do with me hating Jim Harbaugh, which I do. Uh, I and I don't hate him. I don't think I think he's one of the most overrated coaches in in college football right now. And I don't even think he's that good of a coach at the NFL level because you can only bully professional athletes who make more than you for so long. And that's Jim's tactic. He bullies people. He's rude to people. He's mean to people. That's how he is. So my point is. 
And I think we've been on the record about this for years. Jim Harbaugh is one of the most overrated guys in all of, like you guys have ripped me routinely for saying that. Because I've always said, I covered Jim, so everybody is aware of this. I covered Jim in San Francisco when he was with the 49ers in Stanford. I was there the day he put Colin Kaepernick in over Alex Smith. Right? I don't like Jim as a professional. I think he is one of the, the most unethical and lacking in professionalism coaches in any level of football. I think he's a red ass. I think he lies and spins constantly, in my opinion. You cannot believe a word that he says. That's just my experience and in my opinion. So I've told you, I think he knew all about this, but I'm willing to throw that out and say he didn't know he were fired. Yeah, oh, it's irrelevant if he knew or not. Oh, he did know. You're fired. Pat Fitzgerald, did you know that there was a genital car wash going on in your locker room? No, I had no idea. You're fired. Um, You're fired. What do you mean? I didn't know. Yeah, because you should have known. It was your job to know. You know. So wait, let me get this right. And you're saying Jim didn't know. So you're, and, and I'm asking you in the framework of, hey, um, how are you exactly supporting Jim Harbaugh, who says he didn't know what his coach is, Connor Stallions, you're off at, at a minimum. Your video coaches, Connor Stallions, your offensive coordinator, and your defensive coordinator. Because let's also not forget, Connor Stallions went up and down the sidelines. He worked with the defensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator because they knew all the signs, the offensive and defensive signals coming in from the other team. So your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator, your video guy, and your analyst were all in collusion behind your back. How do you want that guy to be your head coach? They don't, they don't trust him. They don't respect him. They don't respect the university. And they're liars and cheats. So fire Jim Harbaugh and then fire all of those people too. And I would just ask you again, if you guys didn't do this, why why is Connor Stallions not still working for you? Because that's something else that no Michigan fan wants to address. If you're so innocent, why is Connor Stallions suspended and then resigned? Yeah, that was funny, wasn't it? Oh, you didn't fire him. He resigned, just what? so we're all aware. Okay, he resigned. So help me help you. Why did he, why was he suspended? I, I, great injustice. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Why isn't Connor Stallions filing a massive lawsuit against Michigan for, for forcing him out, slandering him, ruining his reputation and good name? How come he hasn't done that yet? If he's innocent and he did none of this, or if he did this at the direction of the coach, why didn't he just say that? Well, he has a lawyer. They told us that. Didn't want to do any damage. So he admits he did it, and he did it on his own. You're fired, Jim Harbaugh. Bro, this is a Chinese finger trap. You're not going anywhere. There's no getting away from this. There is no getting, and, and you can, you can I fight would love, as much as you want. I'd love an explanation as to how we're biased on this. I would love that explanation. I would love to hear it. Especially out of somebody like OG Gary, who's a long time. Would love the explanation. Yeah, I I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know how, I just don't know how, how do you spin this, you guys? This is, I mean, this response that we're talking about, this shit right here from Michigan is wild. This this is, dude, I know how the law works. I watch suits. 
This is that was a I was kidding. That was, a joke, stupid. Yeah. That was kidding. Uh, this is wild. We're not aware of any evidence or allegations suggesting the violations are ongoing now that Stallions is no longer part of the football program. So you just throw them under the bus right there. Look, look at look at this too on Ross Dellinger's Twitter. Michigan to Big Ten on Connor Stallions. It is highly dubious that a junior analyst observations about the other side's signals would have had a material effect on the integrity of competition, particularly when, according to present evidence, the other coaches did not know the basis for those observations. So you're telling me this cat's running up and down the sideline in the defensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator's ear, and, and they didn't respect his, quote-unquote, observations because he was a junior analyst with a $485,000 house, a $70,000 truck, and an LLC with a player? That's a vacuum business? And you're telling me these guys had no idea who Buddy with the white clipboard here on the right in the red circle was? No, they didn't know who, who Buddy here on the left was. No idea. No, no, not. Look at that. Look at that. Right next to a coordinator right there. And you're telling me they had no idea. This guy was a junior, by their words, a, a junior analyst. Come on now, dude. They're what, not denying. What is Michigan doing? They're not denying this happened. They're not saying he didn't steal signs. They're not saying he didn't advance scout. They're what saying it had doing? no effect. And it, they're basically, you know what this, you know what they're saying right here? It's no big deal. It's no big deal. No material effect. On competition. Uh, I, I'm amazed. It's incredible. You, so you, again, so you're not denying what Connor Stallions did. No. You're, you're done. No, you're saying he was there. You're it, That tweet is saying he did have the observations. He was sharing his observations. But he's a junior analyst. And his because of that, his observations would have no material effect on the integrity of competition. And I, I again, would just go back to what Troy Taylor, the head coach of Stanford football, told us last week on the show about the impact of sign stealing. It's massive. You know, um, as you know, I mean, uh, this level of college football in the NFL is so competitive. There's so much pressure to win and be successful. Um, it's it's you can't kid yourself knowing knowing the protection knowing the defensive calls is a massive massive advantage and i think when you don't do anything about it what you're doing is you're rewarding people that cheat and that's what we're trying to avoid uh, most people don't cheat they they play it honestly so i am all up for improving the technology um, and trying to eliminate that aspect because the great majority of uh, college football programs don't don't cheat and we don't want to reward people that do God damn. I mean, couldn't have said it better myself. And, and I also I also ask, here's the other thing, Michigan fan. Where's Jim Harbaugh's contract extension? Fast-tracked. We're doing this. We're aggressive. Santa Ono, we're doing this. And Jim, I, wait, did you say it wasn't accurate? Jim, there was a report last night that you had a contract offer rescinded. Um, can you say if that's accurate or not? Um. I wouldn't say that's accurate, no. Um, and the university has a policy. I think they made a statement, right, there. Yes. Of the policy on contracts and publicly talking about it. Uh, Jimmy, 
How's that contract extension coming, bud? Everything they say is a lie. And I, I, I just can't. Yeah, I can't. Uh, Jack Harrington, Laura Weiss, good question. Uh, Laura Weiss, Laura Weiss, Laura Weiss. My mama used to ask me if I would jump off a bridge if everyone else was doing it. <laughs> right? Ohio State Buckeyes fan. Ohio State will be first place and Michigan is the one sign stealing. It's wild. It is wild. Expedition Greg, all of the Michigan fans here, how do you justify suspending Connor Stallions in the first place if this didn't happen? And you're not denying it anymore. That's, I'm just, I don't mean to be dramatic, but I, I, I still am just jaw-dropped by the concept that Michigan is not denying this. Michigan is saying, way, yes, it happened. In any way, they're not denying it. They're saying it's not a big deal. It didn't give <laughs> us gone. an advantage. He's gone. He's not here anymore. There's no evidence it's going on anymore. All right, let's move on to the Big Ten Championship. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, kid. Uh, they need a penalty greater than SMU. Yeah. Death, and I want to remind people, everybody keeps throwing out death penalty. Death penalty. It doesn't exist anymore. A death penalty is no games, no scholarships, no players ever. I'm Shiva, the god of death. Doesn't exist anymore. You're going to see a, it, it, it. The death penalty today is vacating all wins, reducing the number of scholarships. Like, I agree. It This response is so flippin' tone deaf, I can't even fathom it. I can't even fathom. And I'm fathom curious it. If, I can't. if Michigan's general counsel or legal counsel is the one who came up with this or what like what the strategy is. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, I, I'm I'm amazed by it. Uh all right, a couple more because I do want to get to uh NBA here coming up in a minute. James, the unofficial mayor of Cowboy Country. If Harbaugh did not know what Stallions did, that's against the rules. Lack of institutional control. I totally agree. Uh Mike Smith, if you listen to fools, the mob rules. Dio with Black Sabbath. I, yes. Rodney James Dio, right? Uh, Jim Harbaugh is a petty, flawed POS human. Great. Move on. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, hey, Ton. My only issue with Harbaugh is that he looks and talks exactly like Lou Holtz now. He has not aged well. Uh, love me, me. Love say that you love me. Fool me, fool me. Go on and fool me. Blondie. Okay. Let's battle of the lyrics. Uh, Steven Pitts, a lot of talk about a guy who has only one bull win and two wins against his rival. Agreed. To your point, what Jake has said this from the beginning. What are you fighting for? Dying on the hill for a guy who can't win national championships. Chris uh, says, love the first paragraph. They want Michigan football to be treated fairly. Hmm. Why they didn't treat the teams they cheated fairly. This is incredible. I can't, right? I can't believe it. That's the part that I really struggle with. I truly do. The Buffalo Hunter, I love McAfee, but how did those Jagoffs get to waste an hour of Ryan Smith's life when he won't give you guys 10 minutes? Such a missed opportunity. And I actually thought Ryan Smith Ryan Smith was on Pat McAfee today uh -huh. and made a bunch of people a bunch of money at five, five for the fight because he hit jump shots. Uh, Jack, Michigan fought the law in the Big Ten one. Yeah, they did. Uh, boss frog, congrats, congratulations. You just paid $50 to highlight the dumbest comments on the internet today. <laughs> Damn. You ain't wrong. Uh, James, of course, Monty and Jake are biased. They want schools to follow the rules and be ethical. They don't go by the notion that you win at all costs. 
no, much like Mike Gundy, we 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 don't cheat around here. Mm -hmm. You know, we play by. I don't break the rules. I don't break the rules because it's illegal. Exactly. Uh, Gumby, Ollie Gordon would probably love the Monty Showgram. I think he would. We'd be his favorite show. Right. Jeff Woodworth, don't waste money around Boss Frog or you're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Holt, uh, the Monty's got the advocates so many times. They are now the Big Ten attorneys. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Kong, I fired him for stealing customers' credit card information. Could be. Could be. Uh, OG Gary, I'm observing what you've been saying for weeks now, and somehow you keep taking digs of trying uh, of tying it to Jim. But it, but that's my point, though. How did he not know? Either it doesn't matter. You're right. I am not a Jim Harbaugh fan. I don't try to hide that. But that's not. But here's the thing, dude. That doesn't mean we're biased. You're you're trying to say that we're our our observations and arguments are biased because we don't like Jim Harbaugh when that's not true. Yes, we don't like Jim Harbaugh, but that doesn't mean what we're saying about the Big Ten handbook and about Michigan's you know response. None of that is biased. Yeah, I don't like Jim. He doesn't win, and he's a pain in the ass. That's the biggest thing. He doesn't like, win. I, he just, he just, he doesn't win. Yeah. So what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, phenomenal Hebrew probably makes the best point before we move on. Michigan response is the exact reason why you never talk voluntarily to the authorities. You plead the fifth. If I were Michigan, and because by our sources, Tony Petiti told Santa Ono last week, we're going to suspend him for four games. That's what we're thinking. I'd have been like, cool, let's do it. Here's our response. No comment. I, honest to God, that's what I would have said. Because this entire thing is good. You're not talking to the Big Ten, and I think Michigan doesn't get this. Who's Michigan talking to right now? Public. No, they're talking to the NCAA. Because that's the one who can really hammer you at the program level. Michigan... They don't have to fear the Big Ten at the program level. They got to fear Jim Harbaugh because the Big Ten's coming for Jim Harbaugh. They're not coming for Michigan football. Although now my suspicion is that it's going to get worse because of this response. This was a hatchet job. Yeah, uh, I think it was a huge mistake. All right, three comments uh, to finish up. The Buffalo Hunter, I love McAfee. Read that one. Uh, Bruce Paris for $10. The U of M president, regents, and alumni are fully united. They are ready for war. The law school... Uh, in world war, world, world renowned, it is. Michigan has a great law school. Uh, Harbaugh will get extended. See you guys November 25th. I hope he get it. Listen, if you're going to extend Jim Harbaugh, now is probably not a bad time to do it. If you're Michigan, you have to line up dudes behind each other. We're, we are here. Here are all our dudes. Think about the opening scene of Gladiator. Like, I got my dudes with the catapults, with the hay that's on uh -huh. fire. I got the horses. I got I got them all. I got the bow and arrow dudes. Like, I even got the dog running through the battalion. Line it up. Line it up. TH for $10. If, if they broke no rule and this scouting provided no advantage, then why do any of this? Why fire stallions? What is the logic of these goofball UM fans and now their state? Yeah, I don't know, boys. I don't know. I have no idea what the what the logic in any of this is if you're Michigan. I think this was a huge, huge misstep. Huge misstep. Uh, finally, uh, TH, Bruce, you realize we are not OSU fans. No one cares if you win or lose that game outside of your psychotic fan base. 
Same people that tried to kidnap their governor. Yeah, I don't give a damn if Ohio State or Michigan win. Yeah. I don't. I I, I don't. Really has nothing to do with the conversation. I would agree with that. Hour number three of the Monty Show presented, as always, by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, you guys, no matter where you're hearing my voice, you got hurt at work if you've been in a car accident, a bicycle, a motorcycle accident. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways from grocery stores to hot coffee. It doesn't matter. The advocates are the best injury attorneys in the business. And I love that they care about people. They they work with empathy on a daily basis. They understand that when, for instance, workman's comp or you got hurt on the job, whether you're a police officer, a carpenter, a garbage man, it doesn't matter. You're worried about providing for yourself and your family, your rent, your mortgage, your car payments, your credit card debt, your student loans. Like you're worried about that stuff. You're not sleeping while you're probably in pain. Let the advocates take all of that away from you. And they don't charge you a dime unless and until they win your case. You never reach into your pocket to pay the advocates. In fact, you can chat with them live online right now at theadvocates.com, you guys. Truly, I want to say I know this story is drug on and we're probably not done with it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for interacting on the show. We have over 7,000 comments today. Uh, We have over 6,000 people that have watched the show. If you are here now, please hit the like button. It really helps the channel grow. If you uh, are watching the show and you're not a subscriber, we ask that you subscribe. Uh, We are trying to get to 50,000 subscribers by the end of the year. And we are just short of that at 42,000. So anybody subscribing to the show, we really appreciate you. Thanks for watching. Let's talk about the NBA uh, because we are about to tip off with Victor Wambinyama. Victor's the way. At the Garden. Garden. Is Victor Wambinyama the best rookie in the NBA? Now, admittedly, I'm setting a trap for you. Mm-hmm. I think Victor Wambinyama is an exciting once-in-a-lifetime talent. I totally agree with that. I think he is exciting and thralling. I think we have not seen very many people, not seen very many people come to the NBA who are like Victor Wambinyama. But we have seen Kevin Durant. And you know who else we've seen? We've seen Chet Holmgren at OKC. Chet Holmgren and Victor Wambanyama are, are never compared. Chet Holmgren and Victor Wambanyama are rarely spoken in the same sentence unless they're playing on the same court. The thing that's amazing to me is that Victor Wambanyama is getting all of the attention. Victor Wambanyama is getting all of the hype. Yet Chet Holmgren, on a night-in and night-out basis, is putting up numbers that are in some cases better than Victor Wambanyama's numbers. And if you look, Victor Wambanyama shoots one more three-pointer a game, yet Chet is at 54%, Victor's at 32%. Chet's shooting 56% from the floor, Vic is shooting 46. Victor scored more points, has three more rebounds, and has another block, two more steals. These numbers are almost identical. Yet when's the last time anybody talked about Chet Holmgren? When is the last time anybody said, wow, Chet Holmgren's doing things we've never seen before? I would argue that nobody says that, Jake. Is the hype around Victor Wambanyama too one-sided? Yeah, I I think that, you know, the expectation for Victor coming into the draft was obviously astronomical. And and I think that that's going to be part of Victor's plight is that he, he is you know, in some ways, sort of a circus, right? Where it's like, oh, it's VW. Like, we've never seen this before. Like, 
holy cow, like it's must-see TV every single night. Like it's sort of that allure of this special, amazing thing we've never seen. And while, yes, he is incredibly talented, and yes, I would agree, for his size at 7'4", 7'5", whatever his official listing is, uh, to have the handle he has, the ability to shoot the three, the way he moves, absolutely. We we don't see guys like this uh, at all, almost ever. I would argue, much like many others have, Bull Bull was the same thing that Victor is. The only difference is Victor's gotten a lot more run in the media and Bull Bull has not. And that's a obviously a huge difference. But when I look at Chet versus Victor, Chet's not getting the run that Victor's getting because Chet was technically a rookie last year. He just didn't play because he was hurt with the foot. And remember how he got hurt. He was in a summer game, not a summer league game, not an NBA sanctioned game, a run for NBA players in an open gym. And he was running down the floor in transition, defending LeBron. LeBron bumped him. Chet stepped the wrong way and hurt his foot. And so he was out for a while. And now he's come back and he's looked pretty good. So, yeah, it is a little unfair. I do think Chet should get more run than he is. But I think the thing that can put Chet over the top is winning. San Antonio is not going to win this year. They are not going to be able to beat even the run-of-the-mill team because they're just not very good. And Oklahoma City is an up-and-coming team that is going to be in the playoff picture. And Chet is going to be right in the middle of that thing to a point where he's muting a, a, a pretty solid contributor for Oklahoma City and Josh Giddey. So, so, yeah, I do think Chet has the opportunity later this year to sort of take over that rookie of the year uh, race, but that's not going to happen until then. Uh, until I would even say three quarters of the way through the season, Victor will get all of the coverage. And he damn well better come through. He he better have numbers. And I know, put up 38 points the other night and everything was awesome, but you lost. You still lost. And that's yeah, his that's problem. The truth. That's his problem. You can put up numbers, but if you're not winning, what does it matter? Well, and the funny thing is I'm looking at prize picks right now. I'm making my NBA prize picks. Uh, get in the description below. Uh, use the promo code Monty to get 100% deposit matching. Let me ask you about a couple of numbers tonight. Points, rebounds, and assists. Because this is one of the more difficult combinations that I've seen. San Antonio, by the way, is at the Garden tonight. The Garden. The Garden. And I'm looking at some of these numbers. And, I mean, it's awfully difficult. It is awfully difficult. Chet Holmgren against Cleveland. 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Man, I think you got to take that, don't you? I, I think mean, you I think you got to go over on that with Chet. Um, and I think one of the guys you really have to talk about with Chet Holmgren is Josh Giddy. Because I think Josh Giddy is a guy um that is it's very difficult for Josh Giddy to adjust to what Chet Holmgren's doing. Yeah, well, I think the hard part for Giddy is th this has nothing to do with like his ability or, you know, like his role. It, it has everything to do with that. Chet is a force inside their offense. Chet, because of his size, because of the attention, the defense, you know, the, the attention, the defense, he attracts, he's going to get the ball and then they're going to move it. So Giddy's not getting those same opportunities. He was getting Giddy is the swing guy. He's the guy in the weak side of the floor on the wing or in the corner. And that's Giddy's problem right now. And I do think that, you know, he's going to play a, a a role. He's going to have to knock down 
big shots in like a postseason series, he's going to be that guy. He's going to be your Gabe Vincent who needs to knock down that corner three, who needs to be there. He's he's LeBron's Cam Reddish in the corner yes. the other night. He needs yep. to make that shot. And so, yeah, when I look at what, what did you say it was for, for Chet, this, this, what, what 20, you were looking at? Uh, 35. It is no 25 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Yeah. I mean, I like that. I, I, I think that's fine. I, I, I would guess that Chet's got that. Yeah. I, I think so. I, I am, I am, I think I'm going more than that. Um, and the other one, man, there are some big numbers tonight. There are some big numbers tonight. Where are you guys at on LeBron? LeBron James. Anthony Davis isn't playing tonight. He is not playing Big tonight. Big shocker no, there. Um, there are some tough numbers tonight, and I don't know. After the street closed, Davis. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who. Like Nikola Jokic, points, rebounds, and assists, fifty-three and a half. You guys. Well, Jamal's not playing, so. I mean, you would think his production would go up. Uh, Brad Beal. Hey, Brad. I think Brad Beal's playing tonight. Uh, 23 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Man, I think that's a risk where he's at. I think I'll finish with Kevin Durant at 40 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I think that's where I'm going to have to go. Okay. 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 Yeah. I So I have Grimes more than eight points. Quentin Grimes for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I have Chet Holmgren more than 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists against Cleveland. And I have Chadizzle, Chaboy, Kevin Durant, 40 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have more okay. on that. So that's where we're at. I think that's what I'm going to do. I like it. You do like it. I do like it. I think that works. Right. I think that works. Uh, we need to trade AD. Okay, let's talk about the Lakers here. Can LeBron still carry this team? Um, because I think there is an incredible amount of drama around the Lake Show. And I look at I look at LeBron James, and I just I don't know that he can play like he played 37 minutes the other night. He's not getting a single goddamn call. Mm-hmm. Like he full on got slapped in the face. Yeah. Like he got slapped in the face, did not get the call. And ultimately, it cost the Lakers the game. And you know what else I think it did? Down the stretch, I think it made him more passive, and he passed more because he didn't feel like he was going to get called. Couldn't trust the whistle. Now, the Lakers, of course, went home and cried to mom. The Lakers sent tape and complained to the league office that the refs are biased against LeBron James. LeBron James. Do you buy that? Agree, disagree? I mean, I, I, it's hard to say they're not. Uh, you know, when you're missing egregious calls like that, and they were egregious, make no mistake about it. I mean, they were, to me, they were obvious fouls. And the idea that the league's going to come out uh, or came out and said that, you know, in the two-minute report that they there was not a single missed call is absolutely astounding. I, I And it I'm is. not... I'm not even a Laker fan per se. I mean, I enjoy watching the Lakers, but I'm not certainly a Laker fan or rooting for them. I I don't know how you're not giving the whistle to your best player. I I, I to your one of your one of the faces of the league, if not the face of the league right now. I yeah. I, I don't know how you're doing that. Mister Downtown for five dollars says Chet is not a true rookie. So uh, hold on a second. Let me ask you this. Yeah, he gets hurt. He does not play a single game last year. And people are like, he has an advantage, he's older, right? But he didn't play a single game last year. So 
is this really an advantage? Mm. Are you really saying that his, the advantage is he took a year off from the NBA? Because I don't think that's an advantage. And we talked about this with, with Ben Simmons when he thieved the rookie of the year from Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. And I, I think on its merits, and Joel Embiid just got retribution against Porzingis, who slapped him in the face. Joel Embiid just posterized him. Uh, I don't think it's an advantage to have Chet sitting on the bench for an entire year. That certainly did not help Chet's development in any way, shape, or form. He has been on OKC's payroll since last year, has the advantage of NBA pro staff training, nutrition, et cetera. Wemby didn't get that. He also had the disadvantage of a broken foot. Oh, hold on a second. Wemby's been playing professionally overseas, no? Yes. So what do you mean For he years. didn't get that? What do you mean he hasn't gotten that? Yeah, like he, Victor Wambinyama, ha, it, the hype around Victor Wambinyama has been amazing. Yeah, he's he's been I, getting I, professional staff. Yeah, I don't know, downtown. I'm not sure I can agree with you on that. I'm not sure I, I can agree with you on that. Okay, here's where I went with prize picks. Okay? Oh, boy. These are all points, rebounds, and assists, because I love this on the NBA. Okay. Brandon Ingram versus Minnesota, 39 and a half. Less. Ooh. I took less for 39 and a half. Less. Chet Holmgren, I went with you on this. More than 25 and a half. Josh Giddy, 27. Josh, I took Josh Giddy be Mitty. Yeah, Josh Mitty. I took 27 less. Ooh. DeMar DeRozan. Oh, I hate this one. 30 and a half. I took less. It's really close. I see, I think that's a mistake. I think that is a mistake. Ugh, that's it's tough, tough, dude. Boss Frog, we need to know what action you've got this weekend, Monty. If it if it's Michigan minus five and a half, I don't want that here, <laughs> dude. <laughs> okay, first of all, hey, does it count if I if I get the action after we know about Jim's suspension status? <laughs> and and listen. Boss Frog, I was thinking about you while lying in bed shirtless. <laughs> Last Hi. Um, Macaque. So I was looking at the lines last night, and there are two I really like. Arizona at Colorado, minus 10 and a half. What's the over-under? 54 and a half. Oh, that's going over. You already know. I love Arizona there. Um, Michigan is four and a half. I'm not, I'm not touching that game until I know, you know, the line that I think in the top 25 is one of the most difficult lines before we get back to the NBA, uh, Alabama's minus 11 in Lexington. That's a really who's, difficult who's, game. Real quick. Who's Kentucky played? Who's, who's their last couple opponents? Six and three. They're only three and three in conference. Uh, they beat, uh, damn lost three out of their last four. They beat Mississippi state. But who hasn't? Um, lost to Tennessee, Missouri, Georgia. Yo. Their big win is clearly the Florida win, and that was the last big win they had. And you know the other, the other one. And, and I, I'll be honest with you, I have no, I have very little confidence in Louisville right now. And they've got Virginia, but the line is so titillating. Sorry, did you say titillating? Louisville at Cardinal Stadium is minus 20 on Virginia. 
I want to take that Louisville line so bad. But that's a huge number. It's only Wednesday, sir. Yeah, I I think, I think, and this is just me. Little old Monty over here. And if you're somebody that places positions, notice I said it places positions. You know. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I would encourage you to, to lean to the to Louisville to cover that 20. I think I've hit it every time. I think I would encourage you to take Louisville to cover the 20. Uh, I think that's one of the, that's going to have to be a really ballsy play. Yeah. So that's where I would go. Uh, Boss Frog, Monty, you saw who I took in that Louisville in the group chat. No, I did not. Oh, okay. See, members I, only I do content remember, here. But you posted, you only blocked. You said that it was going to be five o'clock on the Monty program. Hey, Monty. Now I have to go. Oh, here it is right here. Um, Miami of Ohio, minus 15 and a half. Louisville, you've got Louisville. You've got my man. Blessed out. I'm telling you. I'm, te let's, I'm telling hey, you. Hey, do you have sign stealer guy employed or what's the situation? That's one of the best. Sign stealer guy. Sign stealer guy. <laughs> I want the best people. <laughs> I'm all in on Louisville. Uh, the minus 20, I think that one, but the other game that I'm a little reticent about, what do you guys make a USC plus 15 at Oregon? I think it's more, I think Oregon covers that. Turn on the Nick game, you fraud. Um, I'm the fraud and you're out here talking about SC's line. Dude, I think USC, I think they're that they're the perfect, Hey, screw you. We're done. So are you. Yeah. They're they're looking for that ass, in my opinion. So I could see. I think SC is a very interesting number. Hey, uh, it's not on yet, Slick. Oh, is that right? What time? Yeah, five thirty. Nine minutes. Nine minutes. Sixty nine. Yeah. 96. Uh, I think you got to take Texas to cover the ten. Oh, sorry, boss. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, you cost me money last week. OG, don't think I can trust your LSU advice anymore. Dude, LSU is a dumpster fire. And they're redos. I'm not taking LSU 13 nah. and a half. Well, and they are they are home. They're in Death Valley against Florida. Oh, they'll beat the hell out of Florida. They will. Florida's not good. Yeah, but I don't trust them at all. They've they will, lost. Dude, they they've will. lost three of five LSU. They've lost to Georgia. And how do you lose to Arkansas? Well, wow. can any? That's the one, OG Gary, that you can't. Excuse me. Because away. it's garbage. Arkansas is one in five. Their one win is LSU. Bro. They are, the 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 razor fronts are not good. See, so see what he did there. Their 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 mascot is the razorback. And he said razor, razor front, front. like front. front to back or back to front. You see what he did there? Well, if it's LSU, it's it's certainly back to front. <laughs> Team lean. Uh, I appreciate the guidance, OG, but I've been doing well and your picks are have not covered. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's amazing. Um, Woo! and I see there's three people, I think who, who Kane Nuren, uh, BYU by 10. Okay. Your history. I, let's see what happened. <laughs> 
what had happened would be yeah, like, what are you first team all Retzloff here? You know, uh first team all Retzloff here. <laughs> <laughs> BYU is plus seven and a half. They're not, they're not listen. I love Dude, Iowa State. They're not covering seven and a that half. That Iowa bro. State defense. The funny part about Iowa State is. This is the kind of game they would lose. Oh, they'll beat Okie State. They'll beat Kansas. They'll beat TCU. They're going to lose. <laughs> like, that would be epic. Yeah, I don't care if your head coach is putting respect on Lavelle Edwards or not. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, minus seven and a half. I have to think Iowa State covers that. The The other one is, can Texas Tech pull their head out and actually go to, go to Lawrence and win? Because I think there's a chance they do. No. Um, and what about West Virginia in Norman? That one has smoke to it. Yeah, because you, uh, you beat the hell out of BYU. The Sooners bro. are minus 13. Stay the hell away. You got to take one. Oklahoma to win, but West Virginia. Stay the hell away from that one. West Virginia. Stay away. Uh, let's see. Jeff Woodworth, Arkansas. That's right. Uh, Gumby fresh out. Never use a razor on your front. Pro tip. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not a good idea. I agree. Uh, razor front is known as manscaping. I believe it is. Uh, good call. Good call. Skin's very delicate. Right. Uh, LSU lost to FSU Bama and Ole Miss. Yeah. They didn't lose to Alabama. What's my favorite saying? They got curb stomped. Boy. Oh, God. Uh, the dynasty is not over. It's not. And I warned you. Nick Saban is a better man than you are. I warned you. Uh, USC not going to cover that against Oregon. I nah. think that's a danger line. Nah. Uh, OG Gary, man, first the Monies flame my rebuttals and prove me wrong. Then I get flamed by my own people. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, get out of here. Boom. Out of here. You're filling in for somebody. <sighs> Boyd Lake, I expect a snapback game from BYU. Yeah, all their starters when they're on the sideline yeah, in the fourth quarter do down an by NIL 50. deal with Ryan Smith, and he can give them all snapbacks. Snap right? You mean snapback hat for everybody on the. I mean, it's no Nick Saban buying Mercedes dealership NIL no, no, no. deal. Jake, but... Jake, Jake, guys, 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 guys. It's BYU after dark. Hey, guys. Okay. And you know that when we're earthquaking, it's. Because we're not getting to the stadium till like two o'clock. So there's plenty of time for all the offensive linemen to get under the beds and earthquake for the quarterback. <laughs> I mean, listen, the offensive line has done no favors to the quarterback. So it's time to pay up with that earthquake in action. Okay. Um, so Pat McAfee has Ryan Smith in studio today. Ryan Smith, a known member of the LDS community. God bless. He calls Kyle Vanoy, who's got like 35 seconds before he goes to practice. Oh, I well, okay. And so he, I, you he, know. he calls Kyle Vanoy to talk to Ryan Smith about soaking. And Ryan Smith, who is already the Caucasian of Caucasian bros, <laughs> that is some vanilla ice cream. Ryan Smith is like, I don't know what that is. I love my wife. I'm not going to say much during this conversation. What's an erection? It was amazing <coughs> that he got Kyle Vanoy on the phone to talk to Ryan Smith about soaking. His cock. Oh, my God. That was incredible. Incredible. 
Uh, boss says, wait until I share my top three tomorrow. I will set the casuals in a tizzy. I'm going to, I'm going big on one. I mean, big. Okay. Are the advocates getting a piece, dude? Okay. Can you measure it? Okay. That Derek, this is not an easy week. Uh, what about Mississippi, Georgia? Don't you mean the Joe. You, you you mean you mean the SIP, right? You mean first team all SRT. And listen, you guys know that the lane train. <coughs> Stay hard. That's my dude. That lane train mother. That's my guy. He's not going to win, but he's going to cover. That game's in Athens, which I still think is one of the most difficult places to take your football gear and go play. But no a one's going to disrespect me. Because not only is the Bulldog going to urinate on your cleats, <laughs> but you're going to get run over at the line of scrimmage. That's and one, an issue. And one of the things I would say so, Coach, one of the things that worries you about the SIP is the offensive line has not been friends with Jackson Dart. <laughs> They're not doing any earthquaking, sir. Because it's garbage. No, they're in full soak mode, dude. Like it is, <laughs> it is. I, I think, I think, I don't know. I need to look at that more. I have to look at that more. Right. You got to, um, you got to evaluate it more. Yeah. Right. I think it's one of those things where we have to really spend some time trying to figure out uh, exactly where we're at with the sip. Right. Because I want to take, this is a game that I could see Lane Train going in there and upsetting Georgia. Because I think that I like, I legitimately, I think Ole Miss is playing good football. And I think Georgia is. Brock Bowers may play in this game. He's not going to play. Hey, and may. Georgia without Brock Bowers is not beating Ole Miss. That's my initial feeling on it. I need to get into the numbers and Friday we'll talk about it. Louis Capazzo. Hey, Louis. The Jeezy. What's up, Capazzo? Good to see you, bud. Uh, I love using the manscape on the front. I would use it on the back, but my arms are too short. We like, may have to uh, go short in a couple cases. You mean like the wrapper too short? <laughs> Capazzo. Uh, is Ohio State going to cover or win the trap game in Orlando? Well, that's the that's the thing. If you look at, I think the trap game, I do think that there is a chance that Michigan goes to Happy Ending Valley. Happy and, Ending Valley. Oh, come on. You you haven't heard that before? Look at me. Wow. <laughs> Bro. I think there's a chance that Michigan goes to Penn State and loses. I think a pretty good chance. The number's only 44 and a half. But if you look at, if you look at the, there's not a great game in the Big Ten. Uh, Ohio State is going to absolutely knock the teeth out of Michigan State's skull. And I'll drop that motherfucker. Like Wisco's going to thump Northwestern. I have no idea what to, Purdue, you're not good. Iowa's going to beat Rutgers because that game's uh, in Iowa City. Um, I think Illinois is going to beat Indiana because it's at Memorial. And I think Penn State and all their happy ending valleys are going to celebrate in into the night you know yeah. Je jeff woodworth how long does a typical soak last well it depends on the stain because you got to soak long enough to get the stain out right 
sometimes okay, maybe. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out, if you're not earthquaking, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Stay hard. Hard being the key word. Different. It's different. It's really despicable. Okay, Gary, do you want to check your facts on Old Miss? Because they did not cover. They pushed. They did push. Yeah. Pushing is a real theme on the show today. They did push. I, you know. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, snowing hard here and have to drive across town for a hockey game. Where are you, Jeff? Yeah, where are you at, bro? I don't want to hear. And don't talk to me about being in some dunk dumpster, okay? You've come out of the dumpster now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Boss Frog, they did not cover. The damn game was a push. <laughs> Dude, trust me. I may, I may have had certain uh, placement positions on the sip. Uh, I'm pretty certain if you, I think, whoa, hey, now, I think you're talking about, are you talking about which game are you talking about? One, if you're talking about, um, if you're talking about A&M, that, that was a loss because I, I had it at three and a half, but it depends on what you get. The number was three and a half. So it was 38, 35. It's not a cover. In most books, they push. Because most games, most people got that game at three. I, like an idiot, was like, oh, it's Lane Train. He loves me. He would never do me like that. It's you cock. Know. You know. Uh, Boss Frog said, sorry, OG, I didn't mean to go hard on you. Jesus, guy. It's a family show never occasionally sometimes. It is what it is. <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Anchorage, Alaska, my oh, man. Oh, damn, bro. Anchorage, Alaska. What are you driving a snowcat to you, work? Are you, you've got to be in the military, but this one's for you. Oh, fucking God. <laughs> it's my guy. You want to talk about needing to get to Manscaped. Dude. That guy needs like a, a, a weed whacker or whatever they call their race. I want it. Uh, Boss Frog, I had it at three. Most people had it at three. I was overconfident. Uh, hard as glass cutters. Stay hard. Hey, man. Hey, dude. You know. You know. Uh, come be fresh out. I'd recommend this show to my family. Hugh Janus. I, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I mean, a, this is a family show, right? That's uh, pretty much self-explanatory. Mountain Mama says, I was in Anchorage, Alaska airport for a few hours in the wee hours of the morning en route to Korea. I, <laughs> I had a huge-ass stuffed bear in the airport. Okay. Okay. Listen, man, what you do to the seams of that bear, we don't need to know. Because it's illegal. <laughs> Wow. Okay, is a hell of a drug. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, man, it could cold. It, it, I'm telling you. Oh, uh, it, dude. It, it is cold <laughs> and it is dark over in Alaska. And he will every single time. <laughs> Mike, that, that's your boy over there. Don't, don't even don't even come looking at me. Uh Mike Phillips, manscaping gives you an extra visual half inch. It's a must. <laughs> an extra visual half inch, bro? Uh, a lot. Bro, chill. Dude. You got to get stroked. Bro. <laughs> what, did you learn that from the people at Michigan? Holy cow, bro. <laughs> you ought to know you bought it. Dude. 
Just no, no, because you guys, if I no, because see, yeah. if, I, if I open the and and you walk through it, it his cock. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, Brandon Butler. What's the Richter scale for uh for a tackle versus a guard, freshman versus senior? I need analytics. Well, okay, uh, Janelle. Uh, Gridiron. Hi, Janelle. I'm a structural engineer. I want to build Harbaugh a statue of corruption. <laughs> <Wow>. Damn. <laughs> okay. Okay. Boyd Lake, TMI. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Capazzo, the trash panda needs the lawnmower 4.0 and the weed whacker 3.0 to get that mess under control. I'm for real. That's what I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers coming out of the dark and just kind of scruff it and play with it when it's wet. Dude, I, the thing, the crazy thing, and we should talk about marijuana too. Do you know, you know what ayahuasca does to you, right? For real. Yeah. Thank you. Ayahuasca makes your bowels loose. Right. A Raj talked about that, dude. Oh, that's so disgusting. I listen, I have told you this on the show. It, I, a hundred percent. I've told you this. Mm. I have not. I have never even smoked weed, right? Right. So you hear Aaron Rodgers right. talking about well ayahuasca. Where is a Aaron right now? Never am I going to do that. I have I have crapped myself against my own will one time in a bed at a relative's house, and it was not good. Yeah, I've been immunized. Right. <laughs> Had some dry aged New York strip that did not go down well. Well, it went down well. It didn't. You get the That's picture. It, I don't want anything to do with ayahuasca. And now this story about weed. Did you guys hear about this? People who smoke weed on a regular, ongoing, continuing basis, it damages your heart muscles and it has the same impact on your lungs as tobacco. Hmm. So I'm curious. Have, I, I, and I'm not even being Bill Clinton because I did not inhale. I've never tried it. Right. I have never tried it. So I'm going to say this again. I'm curious. Are you guys at all concerned about this? Because marijuana raises the risk of heart attack heart failure, and stroke. Um, and it is significant. People who smoke marijuana daily are 34% more likely to have heart attack, heart disease, or a stroke, or all three together, which is common. This according to the American Heart Association Scientific Sessions. They say the latest research about ca cannabis indicates that smoking and inhaling cannabis increases concentrations of carbon monoxide in the blood, which is what does all this damage. Older adults. How about this one, you guys? Marijuana use is on the rise among older adults. A 2020 study found that a number of American seniors over 65 who smoke marijuana or use edibles increased twofold between 2015 and 2018. We did what we did. A study this year found that the past uh found past month binge drinking and marijuana use among 65-year-old and over crowd 
went up 450% during the pandemic. Old people getting high and drunk. Right. Nearly three of every 10 marijuana users develop a dependence on weed called cannabis use disorder. A person is considered dependent on weed when they feel food cravings or a lack of appetite, irritability, restlessness, mood, and sleep difficulties when not using the product. So in other words, it's not good for you and it's highly addictive. That's the thing. Like I look at this and I know so many people who smoke on the regular. Mm -hmm. Family members, friends. It's been totally normalized in our culture. Oh, and it, look at the elections yesterday. Legal. Legalize it, right? And I'm curious, does this change your opinion on it? Yeah, I mean, I so I'm the guy that as part of my senior year speech or whatever, like in my English class, we had to write a speech to pass the class. I did a speech going to a high school in the Bay Area, notably, where I talked about the adverse effects of smoking marijuana. Ooh. That didn't go over so well in my class. No, I don't but that's it not did. the point. The point is, is that I've been knowing about this marijuana. Everyone wants to say, oh, it's just weed. It's not a gateway drug. Okay. Throw the gateway drug portion aside. All right, cool. You make choices, deal with them. We'll throw that to the side. I mean, what this doesn't say is it ruins your taste buds, right? Your taste buds are never the same after smoking weed regularly. It obviously, as he just outlined, it damages your heart. It is addictive and it's damaging your lungs. So I understand we all want to chill and we all want to take the edge off and we all like, cool, cool. But I don't need it that bad where I'm going to ingest something that's pretty much killing me. Nothing's free. Lee Jensen, when did you hear this? Where did you hear this? I don't smoke, but I'd like to show it to this to my friends. Just Google search weed, marijuana, uh, search marijuana, heart, weed, heart. If you put marijuana and heart together in Google, it'll pull up every single one. Yeah. It's not hard to find. Uh, Capazzo, my best paychecks were harvesting weed when we could find a grow around the country. I, it does make people money. Mike Smith, I'm too hairy to ever get get a waxing. I would te- It would tear me up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Bigfoot okay. dog? Okay. Um, Ninja, it's not the marijuana. It's all the pizza, Taco Bell, and Funyuns. That's what it is. But I think people are like, oh, it's edibles, dude. I can, edibles are good for you. Listen, man, I take an edible a night, bro. Yeah. What is just a little. Yeah, I know what time it is. Like, I know so many people that put marijuana in their vape pens. They're like, oh, I'm just vaping. It's cherry flavored. (laughs) And it's like, oh, mm, it's not good for you. Mary J. Wanda. Exactly. K. Nuren, BYU gets to six and six and plays Utah in a bowl game. Sick, dude. I'm if that happens, I might buy you tickets. Mike Smith, Edna, these gummy bears taste odd and make me feel funny. One of the best things was I know a certain somebody very close to me who will remain nameless, not Jake, somebody yeah, else. Not I. Um, who was it on a Halloween or a Christmas or some some we went over to our neighbor's house mm-hmm. and this person took an edible and damn near passed out. It's internal. Like it's wild. <laughs> uh, OG Gary, smoking's bad for you. Who'd have thunk it? 
Exactly. Kiss me outside. How about that? Um, Gumby fresh out. It wasn't for me when I partook Wallace at a small college in Northern California. Of course not. Yeah. So I've only, I've only, I've never smoked weed. I had a contact high once and it was, it's it was kind of crazy. It's dude. marijuana. My bad. Sorry, dude. And if you want to, you know, I would appreciate it if you would call it cannabis. Right. Cannabis. Cannagen. Right. CBD oils and stuff. Yeah. And shit. Uh, <laughs> but I will, I will say I, I do use CBD, uh, rubs. Like I, I don't have an ACL in my left knee, so you put a little CBD um, <laughs> muscle rub on that. My wife got this great CBD muscle rub, and dude, it hardens it right up, man. Your knee just really is stiff and. Come it, on, guy. What? Come on, guy. What? <laughs> oh yeah, I got a little CBD rub, and the wife rubs it up for me, real nice. Grow up. Hiscock. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. Don't fuck. Hey, man. You're not wrong. You said it. Uh, you you don't put it. By on, the way, we're underway at the garden. You don't put it on your unit. Hold okay? No, you don't. <laughs> but you rub some of that CBD uh, muscle rub on your knee or on your elbow or whatever. It, it works wonders. Uh, Mike Smith, poor Jake. After that class report, you knew he was labeled a narc. Waves in opposition. Uh, Gumby, Jakey, too, narc. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Kaner and Utah Jazz should have tank last year, not this year, dude. You're not wrong. I have one comment on the Jazz, by the way. This whole Jazz Plus situation is not good. It's not good, bro. I, I look, look. Here's my deal. I've had it for a month now, or whatever, a couple weeks, and my only piece of feedback here is. Well, two pieces. One, if you have Jazz Plus and you have YouTube TV and you have the League Pass, the League Pass recognizes your Jazz Plus subscription, so you can watch the away feed on YouTube TV if you have Jazz Plus. One, which I like. Two, when I'm not home and I'm out doing whatever I'm doing, I want to just be able to open the Jazz Plus app and have the game right there. Yeah. I don't want to go through like 15 pages to find the game, dude. Can we make it a little bit easier? Like, I'm not trying to hate, but it, it took me literally 15 minutes to pull up the game the other night through the Jazz app, and it, it was annoying as hell. I'll, I'll be honest with you. There were two games in a row where the Jazz Plus app failed. I canceled my subscription, and I had paid for a year in advance. They wouldn't refund it, so I had to dispute it with Amex. That's how frustrated I got with it. And I, wa I have to watch on KJazz, which is not ideal, but... I, it, it just goes to show you. Let's go, Clinton Grimes with five points. Two minutes into the game. <laughs> Prize picking like a... Making me rich. Stay hard. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Yeah, the Jazz Plus situation has been less than ideal. It's frustrating, dude. Uh, Boy Blake, cannabis or a can of piss? Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's a great question, dude. Yeah. Uh, WTF cra uh, crap. CBD. Typing with gloves is hard. What, what do, do you, you model? model? Gloves? <laughs> um, Jeff Woodworth, Bobert smokes weed, but only at musicals. Exactly. And she was smoking something else and it was in a different kind of pipe. Uh, come be fresh out <laughs> muscle rub. Sure. It was. Yeah, sure. Certain type of muscle. OG Gary. Yeah. OG sent me a, a graphic Michigan contacts, Harvey Specter to represent them against the big man. Team. I love that show. I do love that. Dude. Show. I love that show, bro. I do. Uh, Mike Smith, Monty. Rubbing CBD oil on body parts wakes up in the middle of the night and his knee, his knees are eating a sandwich. The cack. Do you guys, does anybody in here use a body pillow when you sleep? 
Do you? Yes. Does it work? Yes. Really? Yes. My hips and knees bother me far less when what I use a back? body pillow. Uh, my back doesn't really bother me much. I, no. If I lay in bed flat on my back, my back hurts. But if I use a body pillow, dude, you just put it between your legs. It 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 is so much better. So you lay on your side and it goes between your legs. Yeah, I'm a left yeah. side sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally right side, but and I do I do lay on my lay on my back and if I use my I have two I have a small body pillow mm-hmm. and then a much larger body pillow. Yeah, normal, right? I don't remember what we called her. Marge. Marge. Marge? Marge. Marge. Okay. Yeah, Marge. Uh, when Marge is in bed with us, <laughs> and, uh, if I'm laying on my back and I put it under my knees, my back does not hurt. Mm. So it makes a huge difference. Nice. Uh, I'm huge. Kaner. I'm huge. Yeah. Stay hard. <laughs> what? Uh, Kaner and cannabis is good if used the right way, which is not daily through a vape pen. Uh, OG Gary, Harvey and Mike about to dig up everything on the Big Ten in their schools and force a settlement. <laughs> I'm in season four where Mike Ross is a uh, an investment banker, mm-hmm. and it pisses me off. It does. I don't like the storyline at all. I don't. And we'll see what happens, but I've seen part of season five already, like two episodes a while ago, like a while, a while ago. We just started watching Suits again because Mrs. Monty had not seen any of it. I hadn't seen any of it before I started watching it this year. Yeah. Um, any breaking news. The actor strike is over. Is that right? That's huge. I, I is that true? Man, I hope that's true. Man, I hope that's true. Please let that be true. Uh, after 118 days, according to Deadline Hollywood, um, SAG after and the studios have reached a tentative deal on a new contract that could see Hollywood up and running within weeks. Let's go, Let's go baby. Let's go, baby. I need my Chicago PD back I on the need on the television. Seasons of Suits. Suits now. is there are no new seasons. What? That show's dead. What? Show's dead. Um, there's consideration for a spin-off, but the the suits is done. Oh. There will be no new seasons. Oh, why of do you gotta kill me like that, bro? And it's been that Damn. way for a while. Uh, money. I'm rich. Biatch. No, I'm not rich. Trust me. Mike Smith. So jazz plus needs a better graphic user interface, create an easier one to use and call it jazz fingers. There you go. Okay. I'm not playing your games. Boyd Lake. I use a body pillow under my knees when I sleep on my back. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Uh, Gumby fresh out. I'm a stomach sleeper, which is terrible. Yeah. Brutal for your back, for your, for your back, but for your organs, your blood flow, your breathing, it's terrible for you. Terrible. Uh, body pillows help if you want to have hip issues lying on your side. If you have a body pillow for that very issue, I call it my. It is 11 nothing, Nick's. Nick, it's Knickerbockers, please. Uh, Victor shot an airball his first time down the floor. Nice, dude. Nice. And this is the thing about Victor. And I think a lot of a lot of people, this is, I'm not rewriting like history or anything. Mitchell Robinson forcing VW out of a rebound. Victor Wambanyama struggles with size. Okay. Grow up. <coughs> um <coughs> Victor Wambanyama struggles to deal with big bodies. Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't do well with physicality because they were not allowed to touch him in France. Wow. And guys like Julius Randle who just put his shoulder in V-Dub's chest, you see that this is where Victor Wambanyama has to develop and grow. 
Mitchell Robinson, under no circumstances, should be able to take Victor Wambanyama one-on-one. And yet he is doing that. And so much to the point that they're not even looking VW's way. No. So. So I'm saying he's not, he's not, he is not like the reason they win or lose. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. Uh, Jeff Whitworth, do we really think the big is seriously going to suspend Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. I'm not saying the name. You're not going to get me. I'll never say the name ever. Even if there's a fire. I feel better. Uh, I do. I think they're going to give him four games. Uh, Capazzo. Victor is a stick and will not make it long in this league unless he puts on some size. And there are pills for that. Um, Reacher is a good show. Reacher's a good show. I, I agree. I've seen a couple of episodes. We all have issues with size. I do not. I wear a size 15 shoe, and I, I, I'm i quite comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hey, how many people here use DoorDash? Real quick before we get out of here, I think this is an important story because I don't want to talk about melting monkeys' brains in Elon. Yeah, it's been a good show. We don't need to go down that route. So do, do you guys use DoorDash? I am not a big food delivery guy. I don't eat out much, frankly. Today we ate out. We had a... Dude, my wife made me amazing pot pie from Costco. Uh, I have vegetables, fresh apples, all kinds of shit to bring for lunch. <coughs> we're talking about, um, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about tri-day trading when I was leaving the house today. Not even joking. And we're leaving the house. Did I bring my lunch? No, I forgot it. Nice, dude. So we had, uh, I had a chicken bur- burrito from the crap shack. Um, but I don't use DoorDash ever. I'll never, I'll never do it again. And one of the reasons that I hate eating out is this forced tipping thing mm-hmm. where you go to a fast food joint and they make you a Big Mac and they're like, okay, yeah, I got to tip me $80. And it's like, no, I don't. So now DoorDash <sighs> is letting their users know, hey, bro, uh, yeah, thanks for the order. But if you're not going to tip, we're going to take a really long time delivering your food. DoorDash has a notification in their app when you're checking out and you select zero tip. It says, if you do not tip the driver, this order will take longer to be delivered. Are you sure? I would not finish the order. Screw you. I I do not believe ever that you need. I Listen, I tip. I When I use DoorDash regularly, I tipped. I believe they're bringing it to me. It's a service. You should tip them. Yes. But if you're telling me if I don't tip, it's going to take longer. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out, bro. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's this era of, hey, we got to tip everyone under the sun. It's just getting old, man. Like, at at what point do we say, like, hey, like, it's it's a tip. Like, I don't have to. If you provide me. The thing that I don't like about it is we've forgotten that. Hey, I'm gonna t- the amount I tip you should be based on the level of service you yes. provided. Yes. Not just, oh yeah, you bought a pizza. Yeah, go ahead and tip us on top of the tax. Ask me to tip once the transaction's complete. Yeah. But no, we don't want to do that. But even like Amazon, though. Are you do you guys know that when Amazon delivers your package, you can say, Hey, Alexa, tip my driver. And she will leave a tip. Like a, a, like a, Hey, they said you did a good job. I'm, I'm chilling in the cut the other day. 
And I get a notification on the uh, super rocket ship iPhone 15 titanium. And yeah, thing. Pearl Max stuff. Yeah, your mom. Um, and it's it's a notification from Amazon. And it's a driver who made a delivery. Can you please leave a positive review about my delivery? It would help me at work. I guess this is who we are. I guess this is who we are. Now, we have to tip everybody for everything. And I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not doing it like Maverick convenience stores. Do you know why I shop at Maverick? I shop at Maverick because they give me free stuff. If I buy, like I buy bucked up at Maverick. Do you know why I buy it at Maverick? Because if I buy 10 bucked up, they give me a free one. If I, my wife bought coffee there once. She She's a coffee snob. She never buys coffee there, but. You 10 hot beverages, you get a free one. Like, that's why I shop there. They're tipping me to shop in their store. Yes. That's how it should be. Yes. It should be an incentive that says, hey, you shop with us? Yeah. Why don't you have a free one after 10? Yeah. We'll reward you. Yeah. Hey, why don't we give you... Now, I don't buy gas there because it's hell of expensive. And Costco is... Costco, quite literally, is 70 cents cheaper than every other gas station in my in my area. Yeah. So... You know, Jim Choi, those dashers eat half the food. True. Did you guys see that story? So, and I don't know if it was DoorDash or what food service it was. So this dude orders food. And the guy delivers it, walks away, everything's normal. They open the bag and there's a bite out of their burger. They're outraged. They don't eat it. They get a refund. They're pissed. Okay. They keep using that same service. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Hey, look, that's Neil, that same driver. They order a burger and fries. Their fries are like half gone. They He comes up to the door. They, he hands them the bag. There's no sticker on the bag. So the lady says to him, hey, there's no sticker on this bag. And it's on her ring doorbell. And the guy says, well, they didn't put a sticker on it. And she looks in the bag and she's like, my fries are like half gone. He goes, I don't know. And she says to this guy, you took a bite out of our burger last time and I know it was you. And he just turned around and walked away. Like that's ballsy. Yes, it is. To go back to the same house you ate their burger. And I don't trust them at fries. all. And you ate their fries? Dude, I don't trust it at all. It's just, it's not a great way to be going about eating your food, man. About, you know, like about getting your food or whatever. Like that's, that's what I have to say about it. You shouldn't do it. Yeah. You guys, I'm telling you, you should not do it. What you should do is go and get the six free buck shots right now in the description below. They'll send you six free buck shots, a variety pack. Choose your favorite flavors. It is amazing. 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine so they don't put a bunch of toxins and pollutants in there to give you an energy spike because a lot of the energy shots do that. No, read the labels. 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine, a bunch of brain food. It's elite ingredients that make an elite product that does exactly what it says it's going to do, which is give you a mental lift, give you some energy with no spikes and no dives so you can finish your day strong. So every day can be your best day, right? You want to be the best version of yourself for that big meeting, that big conference call. Nine o'clock, two o'clock, seven o'clock, pop a buck shot before that, and you're going to do great. Don't take my word for it. Go get six free right now in the description below and make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Wow, what a show today.
Thank you guys for being here. Awesome story. Awesome job on the Michigan football story. Let's see what happens. We should get disciplined tomorrow. God damn right we're leading with it again tomorrow. Oh, wait. There's one more super chat. One more super chat. Logan for $10. The base pay is $3 in order. Tip at order is added and drivers see what they'll get. No driver takes $3 offers. 30 to 40 minute uh, per delivery for the, for a chance to get stiff takes longer to find a driver. Hey, I don't even disagree with you. I don't even disagree with you. It doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. Love you guys. Appreciate all the tips today. If you have not, please consider hitting the like button. It really helps the channel grow. Thanks to all our friends that fucked up. The Advocates, Sound Sleep Medical, TridayTrading.com. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.